Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. We've entered the early stages of an industrial age that has begun taming the wilderness across the world. And while progress brings solutions, it also brings new and more complex problems, and tends to pick at old wounds left unhealed. The first trains have begun to run in the north along with airships, but the long-ignored issues of stolen land, pollution, and deforestation have begun to fester, to name only a few. But our focus and our second story is on one small group of new allies and their own struggles and battles against a changing, dangerous world. Our particular window in time falls 500 years after the Calamity and the Great Shattering of Harris. With any luck, this story will resonate across time like the last. Christmas Fortune Mayor, a dodgy charlatan formerly of the Jade Street Crows Gang, but he doesn't remember that part of his life. With a five-year memory gap and having only recently rediscovered friends he'd forgotten, Christmas is suddenly on a dangerous path left by his former self. Thankfully, he's a master of charm, theatrics, and disguise, and when those don't work, he has found family that, whether he remembers them or not, will fight to the last beside him. Magda Renly, a professional mercenary and member of the revered title clan of Monster Hunters. With a wasting curse weighing on her shoulders that can't be dismissed by normal means, Magda has been left to search for an unconventional cure. Now, she's found herself with a group of allies she didn't ask for, and friends whose love she doesn't understand. Years of dealing with regret, ill health, and distrust have left her slow to ask for help. Noah Barago, a cheery alchemist from Reese's Ridge and son of a well-known engineer and apothecarist. Noah's upbringing was colorful, to say the least, leading to his expertise in potions and mechanical contraptions. He's out in the world to find new ideas and support the family business. But now, he's stumbled into a pile of issues that most rich kids from the suburbs just don't deal with. But in his own words, usually with a gun and a grin leveled at the current problem, don't you worry there, guy, everything's gonna be hunky-dory. Thustrak Wildborn, a wandering warrior from the Nathar clan and student of the runic battle traditions of the giant kin. Raised by folk who believed in the survival of the fittest, but refused to adapt to the modern world, Thustrak left the clan to seek outside knowledge to hopefully bring home one day. He is set on helping his people survive, even if they are stuck in their old ways and don't realize how badly they need his insight. Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. I'm your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace. And joining me, I've got Astrid Knight. Hello. I also have Blake Wolf again. Chicken titties. Chicken titties. <laughs> and I've got Zach Gale. <laughs> Alright, and I have our very exasperated stream master, Zach Coop. Is this like a college humor sketch or something? What are we doing can I, here? Hi, you're can fine. I please Stop point out when is Coop not exasperated? Yeah, like, that's exactly. Just very fair. It's default <laughs> state. Default state. All right, y'all. So, fucking last time, episode thirty-nine, Mister Wright. 
Uh, you guys were chilling out Talking in the port of reckoning in the break. Shut, shut up. And, uh, <laughs> don't, no. Uh, <laughs> there was some, uh, there's sparring match. There's potions being made. There's some fuckery going on because it's this fucking group. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah, don't remember right. all of what happened last time, but I do talk know to Callie, that Callum, he was an asshole. Callum got the shit scared out of him. <laughs> Is there anything else important that, ha- that happens? There's conversation between Morgan and some characters. I got a sunflower. Yeah, you did. There's a lot of yeah. important things that happened. Sunflower. Would you like to li- would you like us to list them? Sunflower. Or I would just like you to act them like because... we know what happened last time and then just start. Yeah, we can do that. I don't care. Cool. I'm not prepared. I'll just, what we'll do is when I'm actually streaming this, I'll just have like a Star Wars like scroll going over oh the God. thing. That's just the recap <laughs> of what happened last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to gonna happen now. It's it had to come now. out. I had to say it. <laughs> Um, actually, Coop, could you go over a couple of things that happened last time, if you remember? Well, I thought you were going to ask him to start over again. <laughs> <laughs> no. God, no. Hi, <laughs> buddy. I see something about me shooting a horse. Yes, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of cool shit happened for Christmas that. last time, because Christmas has fifth-level spells now. So... Uh, we, uh, working backwards, uh, we have access to legend lore now, and we realize that that can help us figure out who the mole is, who the walker is, blah, blah, blah. We are going to go get the shit for that. Also, uh, summoned the, uh, the steed, the Kelpie that, uh, kicked Noah in the balls repeatedly that one time. And then when immediately after they were summoned again, Noah, uh, shot them and they were gone and fourth level spell wasted. Um, Bye. We talked to Callum Wright. We took his spell book. Noah pretended to be Kenny McAmbrose so that we could uh, promise him uh, an in with the Obsidian Collective. And uh, that promise will probably not be fulfilled, but that's what he gets for being a douchebag. Um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, he works for the Hesperian Empire, and he gave us a spell scroll to be able to summon Lorcan. So now... We are going to the shopping to get the things that we need for legend lore and anything else that we might need uh, while we wait to hear back from Karth, uh, which with the timey-wimey-ness of the Feywild, maybe maybe that'll happen in an hour, maybe it'll happen in a couple weeks, who knows. Uh, So we're waiting to hear back from Karth about ways that we can steal back Lorcan after we summon Lorcan. Hashtag save Lorcan. Hashtag it's Pride Month. Hashtag, hashtag not saving Lorcan during Pride Month is homophobic. Uh, That's a very long hashtag. You're a very long hashtag. Uh, hashtag chunky slime. I don't know that there's anything else that is terribly important that took place. <laughs> Why am I in this Except tweet? that um, there is some... Um, the the Fustrock beat the shit out of Gwyn, and oh, uh, Gwyn was very upset about it. But Fustrock was also really shady about uh, his intentions with Callum, and there was yeah. some shenanigans that went on that may or may not have been seen through. And maybe those will get resolved. Maybe some people will fight today. I don't know. Who can say 
what will happen during this session of Atlaran Adventuring Dragon Company. Dragon Ball Z. Roll the intro! Just kidding, that would have played already. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. How was uh, that? Wait, Should, I, do you want me I to do this every also, session now? No. no. Coop, you forgot something very <laughs> important about Christmas, I think. What? Which part? Oh! Uh, joining the court reckoning? Yeah. Um, <laughs> still working on that. Not that important. Uh, Christmas was like, yo, um, I love the Feywild, so I'm gonna join the Court of Reckoning to help protect it. And, uh, the Morrigan was like, well, actually, if you do that, it's like giving Varanestra two middle fingers, and, um, you will lose your bond with her, and she'll be pissed and probably come after your girlfriend or whatever. Uh, and Christmas was like, it's cool, I'm doing this for her and all of the other people in the Feywild, so bring it on um and that's how that went there was a sunflower at one point because foostrock was there too it was cool um yeah i got a sunflower from morgan it was nice i wore it in my hair as i beat the shit out of gwyn <laughs> you sure did all right now <laughs> oh, yeah, roll right. the intro i'm just kidding no we already did hey, i'm that can we say that Yes. Are we allowed to do that? Yeah. That's okay. not good. Ben, don't you dare. Don't you dare. What? I see you do typing. I... Don't you type any more crazy nope, shit. Nope, it's happening. <laughs> Chicken titties. Uh, uh, titties. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you guys are still gathered in the break uh, in the Court of Reckoning. No, we're um, not. We're riding into town. Yeah, we were. So, I'm getting there. Um, yeah, you guys are heading out to uh, do some shopping. Uh, so I did tell you to come prepared with your shopping lists, and as far as I know, only one or two people actually like give me any any indication of what they wanted. So, uh, let's start out with Fustrak. What are you looking for, bro? Nothing. I expect <laughs> that to change in 15 minutes. Because you are going to think of something. Because this will be the first time ever Fustrak has had a shopping episode where there hasn't been something he wanted. I, I don't... Like, there's nothing that I'm looking for at this okay. point. Like, I did send Taylor a wish list of magic items for me. Yeah. Uh, one of which Noah could potentially replicate if we found it. That being a mm -hmm. potion of frost giant strength. Um, oh, yeah. Um... But I, I'm I'm not counting on that uh, appearing. So uh, yeah, there there isn't anything that I'm really hunting for right now for shopping purposes. I feel like Fustrak's mo is I don't need to buy anything, but I would like to stop at all 37 post offices before we leave. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of my mo. I also would like to get a <laughs> custom vest made out of the 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 oh, body the of this skin. thing that I killed. That was a cloak <laughs> and bracers. And also, <laughs> can you please make one for my small child who's not actually a child? Who's mm -hmm. absolutely 17. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I miss okay, him dearly. Magda, 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 Magda. Uh, I guess just, um... <laughs> Stop. Uh... <laughs> uh, just stuff for Bloodstone from Eldehyde. Can, can and I just Taylor. realized, I just realized what song you were going It's Pretty for. Woman! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! 
Um, so I was looking at the mercy and I was like, why did, oh. Yeah, I would like you, it's in that little <laughs> moment where Ash was like, like stuck and couldn't think of something. I'd like you to clip that for TikTok and just put hashtag gay frustration over top of it. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Yeah, Thank write you. it down. I'll do it later. Yep, uh, I will absolutely write it down. Magda. Yes, I want stuff for Bloodstone from Meldehyde. Cool. I think Noah's already taken care of that. Yes, okay, fine. Then nothing. <laughs> Well, I'm just telling you, we did that last time. I've already purchased okay. them all. You can't buy them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. actually, that's kind of the... the uh, then nothing. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Noah, anything for you? I already did my shopping, so cool. I'm fine. Christmas. Wait, didn't you say two people sent you shopping lists? Yeah, you and Harris. Slash Gail. Okay. He sent a wish list. He sent so, a wish yeah, list, a, which I thought... Yeah, I sent a wish list. I thought you okay. were going to go looking for stuff, so I was, like, fucking prepared, and fuck me, I guess. Um, okay. Well, first, I'd like to look for a potion <laughs> of Frost Giant Spring. Weird thing to say. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, why, yes, uh, there are several things, uh, including <clears throat> the main purpose for this shopping trip. But before we get to that... Oh, God. Um, I... I'm just going to look for a, um, not a blacksmith, but uh, a, 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 a who would you go to buy leather stuff from? A tanner or, um, I mean, also a cobbler because they work with leather. Leather, leather armor Maybe is what Avery. I'm looking for. So, uh, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I knew I was going to make some sort of joke. I about want tanner, to go find like... the leather armor oh, shop. Because I yeah. I desperately need to improve what I have. You would go. You're you're to, looking for an armor smith oh. or a tailor. Okay. Or a Hold on. I'm I'm just adjusting uh my ring light, so I didn't want everyone to just see my boobs shoved in the camera. So. Gotcha. I mean, not that kind I'm, of stream. I'm pretty sure you're not that kind of stream. Wrong thing. website. Uh-huh. I care about that kind of thing. Oh, we'll get so many followers, though. No. 80 more subs. We are so close to 50 followers. And when we get 50 uh, put, followers, pre-recording becomes so much easier for me. I will I will put the are camera me in my boobs. No. Ooh. I'll do with you, Harris. <laughs> I'll just push I'll them together. Just, and just, like, hair. And that's it. <sighs> Oh, look at my, oh, look at, you can see the, the tan line. <laughs> sure can. I should add, I'm not really looking for anything crazy. I'm just literally yeah. looking for regular armor. Regular armor is yeah. easy enough to find. We don't need regular to go armor. into detail. Wonderful. I would like to exchange my regular leather armor that I've been using since the beginning of this campaign uh, for studded <laughs> leather armor. Uh, because uh, I'm stupid, apparently, and haven't oh, yeah. done that before now. You can absolutely do that. Cool. How much am I Andrew getting back from my leather armor? Uh, can... Done. It normally costs 10 gold to purchase. You can get back 2.5. Foostrack is over here like, you guys wear armor? <laughs> You guys don't see me with my armor and my shield and like my extra like protection that I've cast over myself. And then I am assuming just pay the book price for stuff. Yeah. 
Okay. Studded leather, which we've talked about before which on the stream, stupid. so we're not going to go into it again. It's improved no such leather thing as armor. Studded leather armor. You know what studded um, leather is really good for? Beating electricity. People? Oh, okay. Um, but I will say because studded leather is a stupid thing um, to uh, to to call it because it literally doesn't make any sense. Um, it's called a brigandine. I will say instead brigandine. that basically what Christmas gets <laughs> is like, like a like a like a like a short white sleeveless like gambeson, uh, with like a black trim on it. Um, so he still maintains sort of the like the white shirt, black pants, but there's just like more leather pieces of armor that he's uh, yes. wearing more now. Daddy. Uh, which is also yeah, like, I mean, to be fair, this is also probably the first time that you guys have seen Christmas actually wear like Jesus. full armor. Normally, he's just like, ah, I'll just throw a gauntlet on, like just or not even a gauntlet, like a bracer on, or just or wears like a, the aesthetic. shoulder piece like underneath a cloak. So it is, yeah. it is hashtag aesthetic. I like, am so tired of guys Christmas to see... being so hot. To see the new, <laughs> like he sent me what Christmas looks like after we finish all the upgrades and stuff. Holy shit, mm-hmm. it's good. Uh, also updated some NPCs, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, um, yeah. yeah, and then following that, mm-hmm. um, I we need to find the stuff for Legend Lore. So yeah. probably uh, like so, a yeah. nice magic shop. I'm assuming is where we would go. That'd be a cool um, name, incense in... and ivory. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh! I like you it. Can have it first. <laughs> I don't first. know what I would do for it, but that <laughs> yeah, is that great. Like a, that, yeah, that's, that's a such a good book title. Book uh, yeah. So yes, uh, Amatothelion is kind of known for its magic items because the Feywild does use so much residuum. Uh, so it isn't hard to find magic shops here. Um, there's probably a couple in each layer of the city, depending on how much you feel like spending. What was that? What was what? You going... <laughs> I just, I felt like making noise. He does that all the time. Yeah, I kind of loved it. It was fun. Uh, Anyway, it just didn't make any sense to me. Uh, Magic shops, yeah, that. Uh, Depending on how much you're willing to spend or the rarity of what you're looking for, there's different shops in each layer of the city. Um, For incense, which is a super common commodity for at least magic... um, we need like a you, whole sleeping tiger import stock yeah. of incense. No, uh, you can wow. you can totally go to like a world market and uh, ah. and find all the shit. Uh, for incense in bulk, probably what you're looking for is less of a magic shop and more of like a home goods store. Well, I uh, the the the, the spell component is is in regards to the cost. Yeah. So I think probably the higher quality incense we can find, the yeah. less we'll actually need. That's um, true. So that would probably I'd probably be going for like because the other thing too is like legend lore is a fifth level spell. Other people is. can use it. Oh. So I think wait, probably wait, the higher end. 
magic shop. You're telling me you would rather buy a tiny block of like expensive incense than an entire box of jasmine sticks. It's 250 <laughs> gold worth. So that I genuinely gorgeous. don't think that it's going to be a tiny block of incense. I think no matter what, we're walking out of here with a whole bag of holding full of this shit. Um, that so, sounds categorically un-American <laughs> to purchase quality over quantity. But to, to, to add on top of that, I think yeah, that with <laughs> with the ivory strips being a part of the spell components uh-huh. and being the one that has to be reused, I would imagine if we go to a higher-end magic shop, they will have those components. Make me an investigation check. Okay. What? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. All right. So uh, you do a little perusing uh, while Sala and Gwyn split off into the city, and they're looking around for stuff for you too, uh, while doing their own shopping. Um, and you do find a few shops that stock incense, but nothing expensive. Um, you could probably find a carryable amount. Uh, for like you know one use of the spell um, but it isn't until uh, Sala actually comes back and finds you uh, that she points you to one of the upper layers of the city where she tells you she not only found ivory strips but she found uh, incense that apparently contains dragon's blood and is extremely rare and expensive uh well, that sounds like exactly where we need to go. Uh, so, long story short, you guys head to the upper layer of the city, um, and you find yourself a motherfucking uh, Sundrake Sundries and Strangers. Fuck you, I knew it. Yeah! Oh, no! <laughs> yeah! Not again. Yeah. Um, who's in this one? Who, which, which homosexual runs this one? um but walking up to this shop this is in one of the more affluent areas so uh a lot of the uh a lot of the uh um in trouble Uh, but yeah, draped in all these like silk banners and decorations and like garlands made of beautiful fresh flowers that look like they have to be replaced every single goddamn day because these people have money to burn. Um, and you see this front door. Oh, buddy! Look at Aww. those ears. That's what you get, Puck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This always happens. Yep. He was whining, and I asked him what was wrong, and he laid down. Okay. Um, <laughs> just, he wants attention. The yeah. front door of this Aww. building, uh, you see these big, tall, like, almost um, reminiscent of, like, French-style windows. Very tall and thin windows. Uh, the front door is made of a solid sheet of glass uh, that is split down the center with very... This doesn't look like tempered glass. This looks like this would break if you breathed on it too hard. Um, and there's no handles on the doors at all. 
just these solid sheets of glass. These doors are can, about to automatically open as soon as we walk up to them. Uh, you see, uh, just inside, there's like rows and rows of shelves, all of which are arranged in this sort of like radial fashion, uh, because the shop itself is sort of a half moon shape. Uh, and you can already see that at the back there is a circular or half circle counter uh, behind which stands a fabulous red tiefling uh-huh. uh, just dripping with gold and silver uh, pierced horns and ears pierced nose uh, pierced eyebrows got the chain going from the nose to the ear Piles. Lucky me, it's lucky Ethel Merman me. I know Look at what I'm oh, dripping with uh, girl. shush uh, and he is just draped in purple silk robes and uh like gold trim and jewelry and all that fun stuff and uh you see that uh even before you walk into the shop there's a literal armchair behind the counter and he's just lounging just in pure like roman decadence it's it's wonderful there has to be a chase lounge somewhere yes yes exactly (laughs) Um, but, uh, Sala, uh, Sala comes with you. The T in LGBT actually stands for (laughs) T-Flame. Yes. Yeah, there we go. And a B stands for hard. Um, as you and Sala step up to the store, um, there's a moment of pause where you don't know how they open, and then suddenly they shatter, and the glass pulls to either side of the archway. And there's an open way through for you. That is very cool. Uh, I will walk <laughs> through the incredibly extra doorway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely following Christmas into this thing. Oh, cool. Okay. Same. Yeah. Anybody who wants to be there can be there. Um, Everybody's here. Why not? Uh, but as you step in, um, you hear what can only be described as the sound of reverse shattering as all the glass folds back into place (laughs) and becomes (laughs) two perfect panes again. Uh, And uh, as you step in, you're immediately hit with the strong smell of like jasmine oil and different flowers that are just hanging from the ceilings. Um, You can see that there's live plants basically anywhere that there's window space. Um, and you also see scurrying around on the floor are these weird little, like, they look almost like plates, but they have little, like, pincer legs on them. They almost look like crabs, but they're just kind of scurrying back and forth. And they're maybe, like, that tall. Mm. And occasionally mm. one will pass by that has an item resting on top of it. Are there any of them that are running with spoons? <laughs> spoons? Okay. Yeah, the dish the ran away with the spoon. Okay. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, are they dishes? Cute. I mean, I said they it were plates. Like plates. Oh, I guess so. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I heard. I focused on crabs, <laughs> so I was just like, oh, crabs. <laughs> crabs and spoons. You know how you yeah. eat a crab. Yeah. It's it's Daddy Day on Sunday, so I'm I'm making the jokes, you guys. Okay. Somebody's gotta <laughs> give me a card. Yep. I will get you a card, but <laughs> please I'm not calling you says, daddy. Though. Oh, please get me one that says thank you. Oh daddy. God. 
Oh god. Uh, I didn't anyways. grow this gray hair for nothing, y'all. Uh, like, yeah, I'm, you know. Now that my hair is starting to grow back, like Damn, I am but... turning gray. Uh, oh god. The nuts uh, fell out of my mouth. <laughs> can we just? I am eating peanuts and one fell out of my mouth. Can we just skip this week and just stream next yeah, week can instead? We just stop! <laughs> Damn it! Uh. I just like, vacuumed too. Where's the fucking dog? This campaign is just if you combined yes and with a tornado. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. you are inside yeah. the fucking shop. <laughs> You're surrounded by magical mysticalness. What do you want? The things that I said I wanted. Cool. I don't remember. Oh my god. Four <laughs> strips of ivory, sense. each worth yeah. 50 yeah. gold pieces. Yeah, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And. An absurd oh. amount of, of incense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as you step in, uh, the tiefling behind the counter looks up, and you see he smiles at Sala because he's already seen her. Uh, and he says, Oh, you did bring me your friend. How can I help you, sir? Um, I'm looking for a few spell components, and then maybe we'd yes, be interested in some of the other stuff that you have. So, uh, looking big... for. Incense and ivory, yes. Incense and ivory, yes. Uh, um, and uh, he stands up from his uh, from his luxurious chair uh, and comes uh, around the uh, the counter. Um, and you see that he's barefoot. He doesn't wear shoes. He doesn't need to. Um, as he just sort of weaves through shelves and uh, he brings you guys up to one uh, that has like a glass cage around it. Um that you're not really sure how glass is supposed to stop somebody getting at something, but uh, he uh, takes out a key and opens up this uh, glass cage, and you see inside, very neatly stacked, and each individually wrapped, there are these tiny cubes uh, wrapped in, like, gold foil. Uh, And he pulls one out very carefully and offers it out to you. Uh, He said, uh, he says, uh, this is dragon's blood incense. Mind you, the real stuff. Very, uh, very expensive, which I understand is what you're looking for. Yes, well, I mean, we don't want to get the whole room to the point where you can't even think straight, uh, which would probably happen if you... Anyway, uh, yes, I need about... 750 gold worth, I think. Oh, well, that would be about a block and a half. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wonderful. Well, it'll be easy to carry. (laughs) And uh, you see he plucks another block out of there, and uh, Sala leans in. She says, um, we'll we'll take two. I'll, I'll make up the rest. And he nods and brings both the blocks, relocks this glass cage. He says, and I did pull some ivory for you. I think I know what you're going for here, so I made sure to get the right thing. Um, And he walks you back over to this counter uh, and pulls out uh, a drawer from uh, underneath. And you see he pulls out these long sort of uh, tapered strips of ivory. Um, that they almost look like they're meant to be similar to like those bone folder tools, uh, except like a really bougie version of them. Uh, and he very carefully sets those on the counter. Um, and about that moment, 
uh, you hear the glass shatter behind you again as two small red tiefling children just come racing the fuck through uh, to the point where they almost hit the glass door before it could shatter. Uh, and they come running in with just like arms full of different knickknacks and like toys. Uh, and you see one of them also has like a kitten draped over one elbow and they're like rushing through. Uh, and you hear this tiefling go, ah, 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 and don't run with the kitten. You know what happened last time. And, oh. <laughs> and oh, no. the, the little kid who has like these little short uh, black horns uh, looks up and is like, drops half the armload of stuff and like shifts the kitten in front and oh like continues on um and he's like i'm i'm sorry about them uh watch the uh, toys on the floor on your way out um by the way noah are you here yeah what are you doing i am waiting to ask this guy what they have in stock cool all right uh so because i didn't want to buy anything but there's a sundrakes and sundries here sundries <laughs> and strange Get such and that that that, but yeah, S S and S, triple S. He lays out the the ivory strips and the incense for you, and basically the two blocks of incense are going to come to a thousand gold, and basically you need half a block for a casting of legend lore. I actually to save because I messed up. Uh, to save Sala from having to spend that 250 gold, I'm actually supposed to be buying 1,000 gold worth because 750 belongs to Fustrock and 250 belongs to me. Um, so I will actually be buying the two blocks. That's what's in front of you, yes. I know, I'm just saying Sala can keep 250 gold oh, okay. and gotcha, I will gotcha, be spending gotcha. the full 1,000 instead. I see what you mean. Alright, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so he he wraps those up for you. Does the spell uh, designate a price for the ivory strips? Yes, four ivory strips each worth fifty gold each. Okay. Yep. Uh, so adding that up is twelve hundred total. And he will wrap those up in tissue paper and put them in a nice little bag for you. Wonderful. The uh, the bag is. Uh, bright fucking white and has the Sundrake Sundries and Strangeness gold and purple logo across it. It's very retail. Wonderful. Uh, I will put these things in my bag. My pocket's considerably lighter but no less valuable than they were before. Mm. Um, um, and uh, let me take a look. Damn Coop, you should write a book. Why? I don't know. That was Stop a cute being normal, man, phrase. and write. Yeah, nerd. That was a cute little turn of phrase, so I was well, just complimenting you. Thanks. Um, Writing sounds uh, exhausting, so pass. It is! <laughs> uh, Sala also, uh, leaning on the counter, she says, and did you happen to find that rapier I asked for? And uh, the tiefling nods. He says, yes, uh, here. And he pulls from under the counter uh, this lovely uh basket hilted uh rapier with a uh um the leather sheath on it uh has like silver filigree around it and uh he 
sort of pulls the blade out about a foot so that she can take a look at it. Um, and you can see that the edge of this rapier is like sharper and thinner than any you've probably ever seen. And uh, you can see that close to the hilt, it actually has serration uh, along the back edge. And uh, yeah, uh, but he sets that down and you see Sala pull out her uh, crossbow that she usually uses. And she sets that on the counter along with all her bolts. And uh, he takes crossbow uh, and sets it aside. And he says, I think that's fair trade. And uh, she now has a vicious rapier. And, of course, the Mol- Molinarch bolt action. But, uh, yep, she gets her uh, her new sword and puts that on her belt and uh, turns and looks at you and says, I think that's everything I need. Anything else you're looking for? No, I'm good, but uh, Noah has that hungry look in his eye. And yeah, Fustrock looks like he's about to change his mind about shopping any minute now. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just going to wander the shop and see, like, what's on the uh-huh. shelves. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> And then the but post yeah. office. Yep. Totes. To send 20. Uh, so, Noah, as Sala and Christmas step aside, uh, the tiefling leans over the counter to look at you and says, how can I help you, friend? Oh, hey there, guy. Okay. My name's Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago, Barago's Brews and Bombs. I'm sure you've heard of us because I've heard of you. I certainly have. How can I help you, sir? I am looking for uh, potions, uh, mm-hmm. wands, and anything that is um, unstable. I mean, do you know what kind of shop you're in right now? Yeah, that's so why you I'm asking. practically walk around blindfolded and pick something up and meet one of those. Okay, well then, show me what you got. Make an investigation check. Show me what you got. Uh, what? Show me what you're working with. Show me what you got. <laughs> Oh. Uh, um, uh, guidance. Cool. Cool. Where's my fucking character sheet? Investigation. Uh, 23. 20? 752. So, if you actually do take his advice and wander around and just pick something up, uh, uh, the first thing you come across is uh, this small, uh, what looks like a, a ebony statue of a hare, like a rabbit. Oh. And um, it's sort of like curled up, like you know how bunnies loaf. Um, yeah. But it's curled up, um, and you see that along the back of its neck, there's like this hairline cut into it. Um, but yeah, you found an ebony... Hair. Does it have a tag? No. Nothing. It doesn't say what it is. Tag. Nope. Okay. Um, I'll pick that up. What's next? Uh, next. Because I'm going to have him tell me what all this is. So. Okay, cool. Uh, next, uh, <laughs> the next thing you wander across is a hammered brass tankard. Uh, that is covered in probably 20 different languages of script. Mm. Everything from runes to actual, like, 
like common to infernal to draconic, all of it. Okay. Uh, I'll put that in my shopping basket. Okay. Uh, uh, all this is way too curious for me not to ask this. Can I just pull this guy and be like, hey, tell me what these are? Yeah, you can. Okay, cool. uh, he can just follow me around, and that way I don't have to be <laughs> like, let's look at everything, and then I'll circle back. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, when you show him the statue of the hare, uh, he says, uh, this is actually a totem. Uh, it's something you can use to uh, help yourself get out of the way in, uh, in a fight. And essentially, mechanically, what he explains to you is this is called the totem of the hare, and basically, when you take the dodge action and somebody misses you with a hit, you can immediately move five feet away without incurring another attack. Oh, okay. Uh, what was the I'm other one I dodging. just told you? The hammered brass tanker? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this one is a limited use item. Uh, he explains to you that if you drink from this tanker, it doesn't matter what you drink, uh, you will be able to comprehend any written or spoken language for an hour. Uh, but it only works a certain number of times. I'm not sure how many total, but at least one. Up to okay. four, I believe. Okay. If I'm following, um, I'll just yeah. be like, I can do that. Don't buy that. I can do that for free. <laughs> Next. Next. Uh, I'll yeah. We'll 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 do. You wander around, find three. Uh, you find a red bound uh, book that Ooh. has actually been printed, not written. Um, oh. So it's a newer item, uh, but it's bound in red leather. That to you, uh, to you looks almost like, um, oh, it's don't say skin, don't say skin, please don't say no, skin. no, okay. no, that's you not what I'm getting for. Um, there's no <laughs> title on the book, uh, but basically, the uh, the leather is laid with uh. A lot of like beautiful spiraling imagery, but it all centers around uh, the central image of a uh, a person offering a rose to another person. And uh, the tiefling will tell you that uh, this is a bit of a rarer find. Um, this was enchanted uh, actually back in uh, the days of Lysander Courage, if you know who he was, uh, printed on one of the first printing presses. Mm. And uh, this essentially, if you read the entire book front to back, uh, will permanently make you a little more charming. Okay. Okay. Uh, how much is that item? Uh, this, what I will refer to, mm, I don't know if I'm going to use that These name. These books I don't are like so expensive. They are. Uh, I didn't get a price. Hold on. Uh, Ten million gold. Oh, Jesus. Honestly, these things are super, super yeah. expensive. Because it's like... I, yeah. I don't have enough yeah. for this. No. Hold on. I'm looking. <clears throat> I feel like this has to be at least 50,000. 
I have no idea what this item is actually called. I, I know what you're talking about because I saw it when I was making my wish list. <laughs> ah. Uh, doo -doo. Typically, uh, they're called this one, tomes or something. They're called tomes of understanding. Uh, <laughs> this one would run you about twenty-eight thousand. I gently put it back. <laughs> Good choice. Wait, let me check the same prices. Uh, Those might be more. It might. Oh. Does anybody have answers for me? Good lord. I'm pulling up that same list right now. Most. This episode is brought to you by no one. Indeed. Because no one in that. No there. one incorporated. This episode brought to you by motherfucking fragments. <laughs> uh they're not this on the list. Brought to you by cool. Yeah, twenty eight thousand. Okay. Uh next. I'm mostly More? looking for wands and potions. God damn it. Uh, well, okay. I thought you had, like, a short list. I didn't think you had, like, no. you're going to show me the whole fucking store. I I have a massive bank of potential magical items. Do you know what's okay. funny is the sane magic items uh, list. It literally says, uh, items that won't be priced, manuals and tomes plus two. Oh. If these come up, the GM is probably giving them to the whole party as a level up type thing. Mm. Uh Okay. Uh, <laughs> you underestimate so. the niceness of our DM. Yeah. Indeed. So, uh, you will find, if you're looking specifically for those types of items, um, there is an available uh, wand of magic detection. So it's like detect magic? Yep, it has three charges. Uh, Per day? Uh, uh, 1d3. I don't know what the fuck a d3 is. Uh, let's say it's a, a d4 of dice. charges per dawn. Okay. Um, other ones that he would have available. Uh, would be the Wand of the War Mage. Ooh. Curious, what does that do? Uh, depending on its level, uh, it adds to your spell attack bonus uh, and can ignore half cover with making spell attacks. How much is that little beastie? This one's a plus one, so it's gonna be... Damn it, I hate cookies. God damn it. Uh... Per same prices, twelve hundred for plus one. Ah, uh, I'm gonna sit that one off to the side and then look at the potions. Okay, uh, for potions, uh, he does have uh, a small stock of different levels of healing potions. Okay. Um, he does have a potion of invisibility. Hmm. Uh, something labeled as a potion of nope that's something else sorry hold on 
Okay. Uh, a potion of frost breath. Ooh. Uh, and he does have something labeled as a glass bomb. I know what those are. That's, I know you that's do. That's very Noah. <laughs> okay. So, um, how much is the frost breath and the invisibility? Uh, the invisibility one uh, will give you invisibility for an hour, and it will run you 200 gold. Okay. Frost Breath uh, will give you the ability to use Frost Breath uh, up to three times or until a minute has passed, uh, and that'll run you 150. Okay. Okay. And then the glass bombs? The glass bombs are a hundred each, and they have a very, they have a small uh, radius, but basically the more of them you pile in, the bigger the radius gets and the higher the damage goes. Um, The damage is unpredictable, uh, so it doesn't have a set range. Uh, I I came up with a fun little way to see how effective the uh, glass bombs are. Okay. You said there are 100 gold apiece? Yep. They are uh, softball-sized glass spheres sealed with uh, what appears to be black powder and something else. All right. Something something green and glittery. All right. Ah, so it's residual. Maybe. Unpredictable. Uh, So, um, I am going to buy... Uh, the potion of invisibility, the frost breath, and five glass bombs. So that okay. should be eight hundred and fifty gold total, unless they want to give me a discount. Uh, given that you're buying so much, make me a persuasion check. Hell yeah, guidance. <coughs> I'm gonna need it. Ooh, hell yeah, nineteen. Okay. Uh, you said it was 150? Uh, 850, yeah. 850, sorry. I don't... What happened? Uh, That's okay. He, uh... As he lays all this stuff out, he says, You know, since I have had some very good dealings with uh, the Baragos in the past, I would be willing to knock off 150 for you. Perfect. I will take it. I'll hand him 700 gold. And that's all I need to shop for because I can reverse engineer these potions. Hell yeah. Anybody else? Yes. Um, I'm interrupting Harris before he has a chance to say anything. Shopping um, episode. I am... Do they have spell scrolls? Yes. Cool. Uh, I would be looking for level 1 and level 2 spells, preferably level 1. Um, wondering if they have a couple of. I'm trying to think of spells that would be on both the bard and the artificer spell list, so mm-hmm. that we can both use them. Um, You're looking for level ones, level ones and level twos. Yeah, I think healing word would be one, and that would be handy. That's basically like having a couple of free. Uh, healing potions if we're like running low on spell slots uh yeah. those would be really handy to have and they're not too expensive so um yeah healing word or cure wounds i have access to those okay healing word is like false sig- life 
Yeah, false life would be good for you. I don't think I get that. Oh, okay. I do not. Um. Uh, so let me let me tell you what he does have. Okay. Uh, he does have uh, from the bard list. Uh, he does have charm person. Uh, he would have fairy fire. Ooh, I, ha- I can uh, take that one. And illusory script. You can use fairy fire. I can use fairy fire. Fuck yeah. And then from the artificer list, he has. <clears throat> well, this some of these are shared between the two, but. Yeah. Uh, he does have cure wounds. Um, he has sanctuary. Oh, I can use that uh, one. And oh, he has and he has catapult. Oh, that's such a good one. Are you looking for second level spells as well? Um, I don't. Th- think so in this case um just price wise it wouldn't be worth getting into with the amount of gold that i have um i will gladly take a fairy fire scroll though okay uh Uh, so he will sell you a level one scroll at 50 gold because they're easier for him to make here. Wonderful. And um, instead of throwing up a technical difficulties thing, I'm going to pause the stream for just a moment because I am having okay. technical difficulties. So bear with me one moment. Tucked back in a corner, uh, kind of flopped over a little bit with oh, beady eyes staring out. You see no. a cloth doll. Uh, Hate it. Cool. See you guys next week. Yep. Bye, guys. <laughs> uh, this doll has like yarn hair. It's like a Raggedy Ann doll, but it looks oh, kind Annabelle. of older. Yeah, it's just gonna uh, fucking say Annabelle. It's, it's it's a cloth doll. It's not Annabelle. Um, and uh, it has it has Annabelle. Yeah, Annabelle's not a cloth. A cloth doll. Yeah, no, yeah, she, she is. is. The original Annabelle. She's is like a Raggedy, Raggedy Ann. Ann. Yeah. She's a Raggedy Ann doll. The one in the movie is a China doll. Oh yeah, I see the yeah that yeah. she is a Raggedy Ann doll. It's that kind of thing. Um, but uh, oh my god, it's uh, it looks a little what? like it doesn't look worn and old, but it definitely looks like it's been sitting there for a while. Mm. Um, and uh, it's it's in this like. Uh, like Dorothy from uh, Wizard of Oz style blue checker dress. Uh, and it has pigtails and everything. And uh, it's just sitting there. What are uh, you but... laughing about? I'm sorry. Just the, the porcelain doll thing and the fact that we're in a store, it unlocked like a core memory from when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, I was in a Kohl's with my mom and I was really bored and I bumped into a shelf and a porcelain doll fell off and shattered on the floor. Oh, no. Does your mom like move, move, move? (laughs) We're walking, we're walking. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) We locked eyes and we're both like, 
we need to leave. <laughs> uh, but as you as you're like walking by and you spot this doll just kind of staring out from the shadows, uh, you hear a little a little voice from behind you uh, say, "Hi." Uh, I am one hundred percent startled. No. What are you gonna do? But I, I, I turn and look. <laughs> no. You see a small tiefling child behind you. Oh god! Uh, I thought it was okay. Jasper. For I thought it was Jasper too. I was like, this doll actually brings back the ghost of the person you most loved. Oh my god! Oh my god. That's Jasper's a great idea. Let me write it down. <laughs> <laughs> And then we'd be like, Jasper, you're here, and none of us would know that he's been dead the entire fucking time. Oh my god. That brings yeah. back the voice of the dead person you love. What if it brought back like a spectral figure that you actually didn't know that they were dead? That's way more haunting. Yeah, that's way more haunting. And for some reason, um, they have—they don't want you to touch them. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, yes, you see a tiefling child behind you uh, who seems to be running around in a slightly too big, like, silk shirt and, like, uh, sort of harem pants-style uh, trousers. Uh, no shoes. Uh, and... He really doesn't have anything in the way of accessories like you assume his dad or older brother, you don't know. Um, except for uh, one of his little nubbly horns has a little like gold piece that's been affixed to it. And he has this uh, locket that's clearly meant for an adult. Like it, the chain's too long. Uh, but he has a locket around his, around his neck with a little heart-shaped uh, locket at the end. But he's well, just staring hey there, at me. friend. Hi. Yeah, how how are you doing? You startled me there. Oh, um, I'm I'm okay. Are you? How how are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. That that creepy ass doll over there kind of kind of scared me. And then you said hi from behind me, and yeah, that's why I was you startled. Think she's creepy. A little. But she's so nice. Not really helping on the creepy factor. And he actually reaches up and takes the doll down and kind of holds her up to you. And her head just kind of flops to the side because she's just cloth. Ow. Is there something special about her? Yeah. My mom made her. Oh, God. I'm having but a flashback to Final Fantasy X. Why? <laughs> Anima, oh, is uh, is she magic? I mean, my whole family's magic. Yeah, we're Rowanans. What uh, what does she do? Uh, she keeps people from like looking at you when you don't want them to. Can you imagine just that doll's head like what? cranking around and being like, <laughs> yeah, like that fucking that gopher meme from then years your ago. neck snaps, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like she <laughs> <laughs> just kills people with a look, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, so like she she makes it so you can hide better. Yeah, 
I play hide and how seek often, with her all the time. I was just going to ask, how often do, do you and the other one, do, you know, run around and play hide and seek with this thing? Oh, well, like, people can still, like, physically find you, but, like, when Dad wants to find us with, like, you know, like, scrying, she she doesn't let him. So we're not allowed to actually play with her anymore. That's, uh, that's kind of interesting. Horrifying. All right, I'm going to keep that in mind. How, how much do you know about uh, other stuff in this uh, in this place? I'm I help I help stock everything, so I know everything. Well, I'm wandering around. You want to uh, you want to help show me what some things are as we uh, we go along? Okay, and he sets the doll back on the shelf, and you can see he very carefully like places her so she's sitting up correctly. Uh, and he like straightens out her little dress and everything, and uh, he comes and follows you. All right. So, just so you guys know, uh, I am kind of tempted to get that creepy fucking doll just because I know some of us like sneaking. Uh, but mm. also, the scrying thing makes me think about Sob. To be uh, clear, oh, to yeah. be clear. She doesn't hide you from... She doesn't turn you no. invisible. She no, she doesn't hide you from physical sight. She hides she, you from, like, magical means of tracking you, it sounds like. Yes, she functions similarly to an amulet of proof against detection. Okay. Doll okay. of proof against detection. Basically. Uh, uh, the next thing you come across that might be of interest to you is you actually find uh, a symbol of Elen. Uh, a uh, crescent pale moon and uh, the kid tells you that uh, he says uh, whenever you like you know take a break or rest or whatever uh, if you're wearing this uh, you can usually get a better rest out of it and mechanically what that means is when you roll hit dice you can re-roll them and choose either result Mm. yeah I'm going I'm going to pick that up. That sounds handy. And on brand. Make sure you write this down. <laughs> uh, bye kitty. Bye kitty. He does the howl thing. He's just like, "No." <laughs> Ow. Done. Written okay. down. Uh, and then the third thing you find, because uh, I'm kind of skipping weapons, because a lot of it doesn't compare to the ladies' favor. And yeah, you the ladies. Wear... That's that's why no weapons were on my wish list. Yeah. Is because nothing compares. Uh, nothing so... compares. Do you guys remember you... when I said that in 15 minutes, uh, Fusrak would be shopping? Yeah. You remember that? Okay. If you but, cut out but, uh, all of the bullshit that we've brought up in the last hour, I think that it has actually been about 15 minutes of game time. Admittedly, uh, you guys uh, left uh, me to my own devices. That's what we do every single article. week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you are your last... own person. You can do your own stuff. The last thing you find uh, is a pyramid made of jade. It's about that tall. Um... And uh, <laughs> it's made of jade. Uh, I don't yep. trust anything. And you can made see of... that there is no something. 
there's something gently glowing inside of it. Oh, um, fuck that. And uh, the, kid, the kid explains to you that basically if you're in a fight, like, you know, you adventurers always do, uh, you can keep one of your downed friends alive a little longer. And essentially what this does is if you have this item on you and somebody near you is making death saves... Uh, you can crush this pyramid, it's one use only, uh, to remove all of their failed death saves. Is it like uh, a spare the dying, basically? No, they're still not stabilized, but it takes away all their failed death saves, so they're oh. still going a little bit longer. Interesting. Um, they have to be within 30 feet of you. It's called the Pyramid of Solemnity. I just wrote Jane Pyramid already. Cool. Uh, Uh, Just FYI, I did take Spare the Dying, so... I'm still going to pick it up. That sounds handy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shocked nobody wanted the doll. You guys used to talk about how you wanted an amulet of proof against detection, and I was like, here's a doll that does that. I'm honestly contemplating it a little bit. But it's haunted. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely yeah. haunted. I have no money to buy that. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just. Those are super so expensive. also think about this. I'm a big ass, yes, fucking minotaur with a glowy oh. mole, <laughs> a sunflower in my hair, and a doll on my I'm head. I'm a big ass. Period. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Because that felt like on purpose. I'm a big No, I ass. was trying to formulate. <laughs> it was like, I'm a big ass. Pause. That would have made more sense. But you said, I'm a big ass. Like, you finished yeah. it. Yeah, you you did say, like, the emphasis did sound like that was the end of the phrase. <laughs> anyway. How, how much, um, how much are, you know, would the, the amulet and the pyramid run me? Uh, dad! And he runs over to the counter, uh, where his dad is, like, organizing Daddy. some shit, and, uh, occasionally talking to Gwyn, who has joined you guys as well. Uh, and, uh, the tiefling comes over and takes a look at the items. He says, uh, the symbol of Elen, uh, we can let go for, uh, 500 gold. Uh, the pyramid, being that it's uh, one use only, that's uh, two hundred. What about that creepy doll? Oh God! If you took that off my hands, it would be a favor. Uh, fifty gold. What? Don't that do shit's it. fucking cursed. Don't you know, you better let me look Don't at that. Even <laughs> think about it. Oh my God! But it seems so handy. The boys get also, in the so kids are, much trouble. If the kids with have been thing, using it. The like, kids, the kids aren't have real. been using it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, can you touch one of the kids and make yeah, sure are the kids not real? like ghosts? Are they corporeal? I mean, the, yeah. the kid did pick up the doll and hold yeah. it up to me. Um, I will tell you what. Uh, while Fustrak thinks about that. Uh, we are going to take another quick technical difficulties break. Son of a bitch. Yep. Oh my god. Uh, today's um, episode is brought to you by Jump Cuts. 
Yeah. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by McAfee. <laughs> anyway. Shit uh, don't work. Uh, so we want to do food track. Uh, I'm going to buy all three. Ah, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, so the uh, the tiefling uh, wraps up the uh, the pyramid and the symbol for you, and um, very gingerly puts the doll into a bag uh, and hands it to you and says, "Please get it out of my sight." This feels like retaliation for me purposefully not taking remove curse as a spell and us in the conversation we had about it, but it's fine. It's fine. It's, fine. it's remember, always fine. Honestly. Man, guys, I still have over a thousand gold. Must be nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of... Yeah. Oh, God. Huh. Oh, oh, my God. I thought that was Ash, and I just saw Ash take a drink. <laughs> I thought, I thought Ash is just, like, spewing liquid on the ground. <laughs> you have accidentally done that, though? Like, sneezed into a glass, and it just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I almost made Ash do that the other week by making a joke about my uh, my sister in law. <laughs> oh <laughs> my really god! Funny. It was so god. fucking funny. I spilled shit all she, over. She, she likes church. <laughs> <laughs> if I edited these to only be game related shit, these would be thirty minutes long. Yeah. Oh, this is the fun. Yeah. Um, now, We're having fun, uh, Taylor, Jan. Yes. Question. Are these sure, items answer. in D&D Beyond at sure, all? Jan. No. Okay. I will do what I can. Them. Okay. I, I will do what I can to, to make them in off time. Uh, Wait, and do I any can... of them require attunement? Uh, the holy symbol does. Uh, the doll just has to be on your person. Okay, and the Jade Pyramid obviously is just... It's just a one-time use, crush it, it's done. Perfect. Created by Clarissa. <laughs> I like how you guys were like, it's Jade, don't fucking do it, and I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to do it. Wait, Look, no. Clarissa um, isn't the person I bought stuff from, was it? Yes, kid? it is. No! <laughs> you know, the... yeah. Yeah. Yep. God, uh, I hated her so much. Look, Fustrak, I'm just saying. If you ever like throw that doll at me or ask me to touch it in any way, I will light it on fire and then I will light you on fire. That's all I'm uh, gonna say. So, so Chris, uh, about that, I was kind of thinking this might be rather handy for. In particular, Magda. Have fun talking her into that. Because, like, it it prevents people from, like, scrying on you. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe that might prevent Sav from, like, knowing where she's at or, like, looking through her eyes or being a general creepy fuck like like this thing. And he, like, bobbles it around. That's totally fair. Like I said, I ain't never touching that. I mean, it would have helped keep Tristan from maybe finding you. Who knows? Well, that's in the past. Sure is. 
If only we'd found you sooner. Yeah, that's right. If only you'd found me sooner. If only you'd found me sooner. It doesn't require attunement, so I don't think it's cursed. I do remember something that I wanted to that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I wanted to sell my Kusari gum. (laughs) Oh yeah. Finally. It's a plus one weapon, right? Yeah. God, now we're gonna have four playing fighters. I mean, <laughs> now you now you have a weapon that has a plus three, so the odds of yeah. you actually not hitting are really low. I know. I it calculated uh, it at a plus twelve. Nice. So if you want to sell that to the Rowanans, uh being that it is a plus one, he would be able to give you uh He'd be able to give you 300 gold for it. Sweet since it's sold. a fairly rare find. Sold. Awesome. Easiest customer ever. Yep. I have anything I need to sell? <clears throat> uh, when I get rid of it, I look at it and I'm just like, so long, you good for nothing piece of shit immediately becomes a cursed item and it will come back to haunt us next campaign. Let me write that down. The Kusari Gama of Miss. Um, while people Jilted are fucking around, uh, now that I've got all my shit off to the side, uh, I'm telling Sala who it is that we're meeting. Who are we meeting? Uh, Josie. Oh, yeah. Oh no! Okay, um, yeah. So while these fuckers are milling around doing their thing, uh, yeah, you guys are just like chilling on the side. Uh, how do you do? You just tell her outright, or yeah. Um, listen. So I asked Tristan to send someone that he trusts to take some of these things off of our hands i guess technically off of noah hand noah's hands and uh he's sending josen okay i promise not to not to throttle him if you also promise not to throttle him i'm more worried about gwen doing that yeah Is Gwyn with us? Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll whistle over at Gwyn. Gwyn! What? Come here. You you can ask politely. And she comes sort of sauntering over. By the way, Gwyn and Sala have both done some shopping of their own. Um, I haven't redesigned Gwyn's outfit yet, but Sala has upgraded. She's less, like, Tundra girl and more... Sneaky, sneaky, shooty, shooty. Sam Fisher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just like this enormous set of night vision goggles. <laughs> tactical gear. Um, yeah. Silence and, pistol. Yeah, and she's got her uh, her Lancaster repeater. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's hot! Listen, Gwen. We're we're heading to to meet this person that Tristan is sending to to get this shit from us, yeah. and uh, 
he decided to send Joe's in. Oh. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen is a very measured woman. But <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. I mean, at about 10 feet tall, I would assume so. Oh, God, I rolled oh a God. 19. Uh, plus dead. 5, 24. <laughs> Four. Uh, hold on one second. <laughs> Does Gwen immediately show uh, that she's about to relish the opportunity to beat the shit out of this dwarf? Stomp him into jelly. Um, she seems very calm. Now, intrigued if anything. Now, listen, because we just, you know, I, I hesitate to say got in good, but we just managed to clear the air from something, you know, solid and opaque to at least slightly translucent with, uh, with Tristan and his gang. So, you know, this is, we don't want to cause any more trouble. Why do you think I'm the one who's going to cause trouble? Because Sala literally just said she's worried about you causing trouble. And she looks down at Sala. <laughs> and Sala is going to roll an inside check. Because Gwen has very high charisma. Uh... Mm-hmm. Um, you see Sala look up at her for, for a good few seconds. Like, eyes kind of narrowed. Like, she's trying to consider whether or not she's being kind of lied to right now. And then you hear her go, Quinn. She's like, I'm not going to do anything. Did Listen, did I punch Magda's ex-boyfriend? No. Did have you, I, have did I been the one to? who's caused trouble thus far? No. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. This is a... We're trying to get rid of the bad blood and not... If you say it's fine, it's fine. If you say everything's going to be fine, I, I, I believe you. I trust you. Just don't make me regret it. But it's not fucking fine, is it? He sold us out. He did. I we mean, shouldn't. We shouldn't do this here. Uh, uh, Magda, are you ready? Magda is currently trying to swat a fly that is sitting next to her. Ah! I killed him. Yes. Ew. Murder. <laughs> TOS. TOS. <laughs> ah! I'm writing this Ew. down in the Ew. things that need to be in the animated series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the camera pans and Magda's just like Yeah. She finally like, did something. Fuck you. Finally did yeah. something. It wasn't it wasn't her, it was always the weapons. It was it was with the defender rapier. She should have yeah. been a monk. I was just like Oh, what? now with the new rapier you're just like poked it. Yep. Yeah. I sliced it in half. Yeah, and like, I mean, that like what the fuck are you doing? Well, I'm just trying this thing out. It's 
It's pretty cool. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Gwen, Gwen takes Magda's arm and just walks the fuck away. She does not want to talk about this right now. I will okay. share a concerned look with Zala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hook the creepy doll on my belt and walk out with everyone else. Ah. Oh, that's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. You're just slowly uh, turning into Daniel Craig's Bond at the end of No Time to Die. Just a little plushy on your belt. No, I, I'm turning. I'm turning into uh, Nicolas Cage from Con Air. Oh God. None of those Look, words. I, I, I have a doll. I have kind of a mullet. I'm a hairy God. dude. <laughs> anyway. Let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, you guys head out from Sundry Sundries and Strangeness uh, into the lower portions of the city. Now, is everybody going to meet Josen, or is it just going to be certain people? I was planning on going with everybody. Cool. All right. Yeah. So, with <laughs> uh, Chris and I don't know who he is. Josen Delarath. He's a crown for the first time. Josen Delarath, uh, as you will have heard from the former crows, uh, is the one who sold them out to Tristan after oh, Tanya's betrayal. Okay. Uh, he was yep. the one who gave away where they were hiding, uh, and what their plans were. Very important detail. Uh, Tristan basically used his daughter as a hostage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So um, he wasn't yeah. like a huge ass. I mean, he did technically just hand Sala to Tristan. Yeah. He's the reason Sala got caught. Um, yeah, but like... And he would have been the reason that Christmas Sala. got caught if not for other things happening. Um, what thing? But yeah, you guys you guys head down to uh, Jade Street. Mm -hmm. uh, or, well, no, not Jade Street. Sven's. Sven's place. Uh, and uh, Sala will take the lead as you guys get near. And she takes you around behind uh, Vittles and Vines to this uh, sort of alleyway area uh, that then opens into a small courtyard um sort of like sort of like what you'd find in like Norlands with uh those teeny tiny little like sub courtyards that are surrounded by tall buildings and they have like the archways and the brick uh floor or uh brick uh pathways through them um in this particular area there is uh there are all kinds of like plants out on balconies and uh, rusty iron railings and there are people like leaning on the rails like some people are smoking some people are just talking and drinking with their neighbors um, and Sala takes you guys to where this uh, dried up fountain uh, sits that looks like it's probably been broken for forever um, and as she steps up to it uh, the first thing that you all will notice because it's not hidden uh, but near one of the archways to this courtyard, uh, there is a human man with a green kerchief over his face, uh, standing there like he's keeping watch. Um, and as he sees you guys, you can see him like clock you all, and then you can see him zero in specifically on Sala, Gwyn, and Chris. 
and you see him reach beside him and tap on the side of the arch. Um, and uh, Sala, of course, sees this, and she motions for you all to follow her. Uh, and you head through this archway uh, underneath all these overhanging, like, morning glories and ferns that are coming down from the balconies, uh, and into this back alleyway that at one point was probably one of those uh, alleyways where, like, people dumped out all their buckets and it all went downhill in this, like, central trough. But it looks like it's been a very long time since it's been used this way because plumbing is now a thing. Uh, So it's just kind of dusty and old. Um, And uh, Sala steps up to uh, the back of one of these buildings. And uh, Christmas, you'll see that uh, very, very faintly, on the underside of a balcony, uh, you can see a symbol for a field HQ um, or like a drop zone. And Sala taps on a brick and then a second one and a third, fourth. And then the bricks pull back and open up into the actual building itself. Uh, But she turns back to you guys and she's like, Um, just so everybody knows, try not to give anything away that's important. Leave discussions and whatnot for somewhere else. Don't talk about who we're working with and where we're staying right now. And, um, just don't, don't say anything if you don't have to. We may be trying to be friendly with the crows, but if things go wrong, I don't want them knowing something about you all that is dangerous. Okay. And uh, she steps in through this entrance, uh, and you guys see that it opens up into almost kind of a speakeasy like, uh, like bar layout that there's no windows to uh, to speak of, uh, just sort of low glowing magic, uh, like sconces in the walls. And you can see that in here, there are a handful of obviously crows who are in varying like types of dress everywhere from like super rich to super poor. But the uniting factor is that everybody has a green, uh, kerchief, uh, on their person somewhere. Um, And you can see that uh, toward the back of this building, there is a booth set up around a round table. And you see an older dwarven man, uh, maybe in his, oh, dwarves live to be like 250. So he's probably in his like late hundreds. Um, Looks like he's been through a lot. Uh, And he's just sitting alone at this table Uh, But you can see that on the table in front of him, there is a small, like, like about this big little chest uh, that's just sitting closed in front of him. And uh, Christmas, as you step in and you see his face, you instantly remember with no doubt whatsoever that this is indeed Josen. Um, He looks a little more worn than he used to be. Um, And you see that even though you've 
only seen like flashes of his face and memory. Uh, you see that he has this really nasty scar that goes down his temple and actually cuts into the bottom of his ear that he didn't have before. Um, but he's sitting in sort of like beat up leathers and uh, his kerchief around his neck, leaning on the table very heavily, looking like he's about to fall asleep. Uh, he doesn't even notice you guys enter, really. Long day of work. Uh, Josen, who's sort of sitting like this, he glances up, and the moment he sees you and Sala, he sits up, like, pin straight. It's like, uh, yeah. Something like that. Um, I didn't expect to see you again. Like, didn't expect to see us before Tristan set you on this mission, or, uh... I wasn't sure if I could really believe him. Well? Uh, so, um... I understand that you all have something I'm supposed to take to him. Yeah. All right. That's uh, you, Noah. Yeah. How many you guys? How many you need? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, seven. Seven. Okay. I will take out seven. Of the steel ripcords, the ones that go to the Feywild. Gotcha. Uh, by the way, and Magda, uh, in the box. being that you're directly next to Gwen, you will just watch her stare unblinkingly at this man. Just, just like her hand a little bit harder. She. You've never seen Gwen seethe, but it's disturbingly calm like you know Gwen's not a person who rages but this is just you could feel the heat radiating off her um but uh yeah Josen uh it takes the records as you offer them out and you see he takes one and like looks it over like he's not sure what it is like he has no idea what he's doing here um, and he flips open this little chest and he drops the ripcords into it and you watch each one of them sort of flash and disappear. Cool. Bye. What? Is that... That's all? Yep. I turn around and I start leaving. Yeah. Sala follows you. Uh, but... Uh, as you guys turn to start to go, Gwen doesn't move. She's just staring at him. I just... I I can't lean in. I guess I'll go up on my tiptoes and try and be like, let's go. Come on, it's not worth it. Make a persuasion check. Ew, gross. Uh... <laughs> Three. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're not sure if Gwen even hears you um, as she's staring at Josen, and you see him like flip the box closed, 
and he realizes you see the realization that he's being stared at and you watch his eyes lift up a little bit and you watch his shoulders like rise a little as he leans back looking up at Gwen uh and uh as she's staring at him uh he says hi Gwen and Gwen nods and says hi Joseph and she turns around and walks away And you watch Josen look like he's about to throw up. <laughs> Just out of pure, like, oh shit. Uh, I make sure that I'm the last one to leave that room just to make is. sure Gwen can't go back. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> there's definitely, there's, Fushrak, since you said that, there's definitely a moment where, like, she gets toward the door and she looks back and you see her, like, about to take the step, but. Magda's still holding on to her. Um, and she sighs. She says, I'll, I'll settle the score when it's not everybody's lives on the line. I feel like it must be so uncomfortable to hold hands with someone that's that much taller than you. Why? Because their like, hands would be like dinner plates. Just gonna be like this, just holding on to one finger. Oh, Max it's like is little like... kid. No, it'd I'm be like more six like feet tall. It would be like right here. It wouldn't be that crazy. How tall? Yeah. I know Gwyn? it's just like like Gwyn ten was or eleven like feet. feet tall. Gwyn's feet ten feet tall. Okay. <laughs> it, it's kind of like it's kind of like a kid holding holding hands with their parent, like walking through the mall. Kind of. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's about it's about that level. Yeah. Where it like would be a, it would be a unique thing to see. Yeah. Actually, it's not um, that crazy. But aren't like Shaq walking around with his girlfriend. My God. <laughs> I I have a quick thing that I wanted to ask about Taylor. Yeah. Because I was going back through my notes just to make sure that I had everything in my inventory. And in Dine's vault, I took a... I wrote down a sack of Black Cascarilla. Yes. Because he had some. But I don't know how much it is. Or, like, if it's Uh, something I can just hand to Magda and she can make her own stuff with it. I wish she could, yeah. Like, is it ready to go? It's not something that needs to be made. It's, I think I mean, it just needs to, to be crushed. She has okay. to uh, mix it with the other ingredients for the bloodstone formaldehyde. But... Yeah. Yeah, which you do. Yeah. Not me. Uh, I just make the cascarilla. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, this would be, uh, I think it was a pretty generous amount. It was something like 10 doses worth. Ooh. 10? Yeah. Uh, then you could go ahead and put that in your inventory because I would have given that to you. Yeah. I okay. forgot to put it. To write it down, so that's my B. Okay. Um, that's the only thing I just wanted to do real quick. Bing bong, drug refill. <laughs> Bing bong. From your local CVS. Yep. Alright. Uh, yeah, Wall you guys greens. head out of this uh, little speakeasy building uh, being stared at the whole time by all of the crows inside. Um, 
And the second that Gwen uh, gets out of there, uh, Sala walks up to her and just sort of wraps her arms around her waist. Um, and you hear Gwen just go, it's fine, it's fine. I'm not a loose cannon, it's fine. Um, and uh, Sala looks up at her and she says, we, this isn't something that's worth revenge. He didn't want to do it. And Gwen nods and she says, I know, can we stop talking about this, please? <laughs> What's next? What is I think next? we, uh, I think we were heading to uh, talk to Kit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we'll go talk to uh, Kit. Yeah, God, yeah. Hey. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, I'd love to yep. go talk to myself. That sounds great. <laughs> I'm so good at that. All right. Uh, so, do we want to do the Kit stuff first, or do we want to do the Christmas stuff first? Uh, what do you mean when you say the Christmas stuff? You know what I mean when I say Christmas stuff. I don't know whether uh, you mean the legend lore shit or the Court of Reckoning stuff because it sounded like a Court of. Okay. No, I want to do the legend lore shit. I we need to find too. out. Uh, I so have a question as well. Let me let me let me lay this out for you. So Morgan said she needed a couple days to get ready for the Court of Reckoning stuff. So you could go meet up with Kit and come back. Uh, before, you know, a whole day, because Barrow is super close by. Uh, The legend lore stuff obviously takes spell slots, uh, but does not take that long. Uh, Right now... 10 minutes to cast it. Yeah, right now it's like a little afternoon. So you guys could get to Barrow before nightfall, which is close to where Kit is. Um... Can I retroactively say real quick that I bought 250 gold worth of incense at that store as well? Absolutely. You got oh, half a block sweet. of dragon blood incense. Cool. Thank you. Cool. I could uh, I could guys... add another 250 to make that a uh, whole nother block. Do you guys want me to hold on to the incense? Um, I'm going to hold on to mine. Because okay. I have a specific question I need it for. Yeah. I can I can buy some incense to... Because I just sold my Kusarigama. So. I'm just buying it because I, I have don't a specific buy anything. question. So, I, if you guys, you guys don't have to. I yeah, just have, if y'all like, have specific question. questions, like, you mm. can just say, I go back by the shop to get more incense. He's got a lot of it. Yeah. Well, Do you have a specific I, thing you want a legend lore, man? No, but I just want to, like, Do you want give us, like, a girlfriend. F- no. <laughs> so, I currently have enough. Surety does that. For four <laughs> uses of legend oh. lore. Which yeah, means that, that Noah yeah, buying then... one would give me five. Yeah. Okay. Mine That's is fine. mine is a selfish it. question. So Okay. Well and yeah. so So how many things do we plan on legend lore? So the very first thing that we're gonna legend lore, because it's my spell, two definite is and then two is, is Leon. Leon yeah. is the first thing. So, yeah. that's after that. We can talk about it. Yes, okay, and I am I not. Two I, am, I apologize. I am not using one of my fifth level spell slots on your personal shit. We're using it to save the world. 
So. Oh no, it is. Yeah, okay. it is. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, it's not like, oh, what color should I buy this thing in? Like, it's not. Yeah, it's not <laughs> something that's dumb. Not Don't worry. It's not even a single legend board. Does. That was not <laughs> yeah, it's, not a... it's not something dumb. It's just a question that I think Noah has, and everybody else doesn't seem very concerned about. Okay. And can you message me what it is so I have time to think about it? Yep, absolutely. Cool. As I say, I have two personal items I would like to have yeah, legend board. Yeah, you already told me, point. and I've already got those. Just want to know about Leon. All right. So how yeah, Leon, of course, is the priority. So yeah. Fustrock gave me seven fifty. I spent two fifty. That's four. How much else are we doing on top of that? Noah gave you another. So no, I'm keeping and, that. It's mine. Okay, but it's available to cast. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I yeah. I. And, I think I'll hold off until... Oh, if... what a good question! Right? Because ah! okay. I want I want to figure out who the mole is, first That's and foremost. Also what I want to figure out. That's just why we're um, doing Leon, because he's the most likely to be the mole. Um, also, I don't know if doing legend lore on Sav would do anything more than we... I mean, we could. Make it this insight. Oh, no. Fireworks. Come on. Um, I I am going to go in with Noah to get the other half of the block that he got to give mm -hmm. to Christmas. Okay, so yeah. five is what I'm holding on to right now. I'm holding on yeah. to five. Yes. Okay. 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 What are we Damn doing? it, I'm below, a, I'm below a thousand gold. We're gonna go... Oh, I no. think we're going to see... Kit first, yeah. Okay, we can and walk. probably doing some Which legend lore. Honestly, on the way. is a really good idea because I don't like the idea of going to meet crows and then immediately going back to the break. Because yeah. I can almost guarantee gonna... that we would have been followed. So I think going we'll go... to Barrow we'll first to... is a good idea. Yeah, we'll, well do we that. Can legend lore we'll, we on can the cast... way to Barrow. We sure can. Is that something you can do? Oh, it okay. sure yeah. is because I can ride a Takes horse. Takes ten minutes. Yep. I can just sit cross-legged right. on my on my steed on while I cast um, this. And thankfully, I don't have to light a whole room full of incense to cast it. As we're going, I'm going to keep an eye behind us. Yeah. Perception so, check. Guidance. Uh, 17 plus 7 is 24. 24, okay. Uh, yeah, you're being followed. Uh, cool. <laughs> it doesn't take long to figure that out. Uh, but there is a point, maybe like a mile outside of town, that you do catch a glimpse of somebody with a green kerchief following at a very far distance. Hmm. They don't seem How to far? be chasing. They seem to be keeping speed. Uh, they're probably like... Oh, probably like uh, 500 feet behind you guys. Almost two football fields. Okay. It's a good distance. Yeah. Do you point out that we're being followed? Absolutely. Cool. I'm going to turn Thanks. around while my horse is still moving in that direction. Just turn around, look for them, and just wave. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, 500 feet behind you, barely visible, 
uh, through like the brush and the greenery, you see them stop for a little while. I start pulling out my rifle. Oh god. Oh. (laughs) Christmas, do we really really want to get in a fight? Uh, No, I I want them to stop following us. I cast guidance on Christmas. They're they're still following. Just give them a warning shot. Yeah, I mean, this thing doesn't even reach that far anyway. Um... Wait, hold on. I want to check something. Yeah, I mean, the the long range on this is 240 feet. So, How is it possible that mine has a max range of 320? What kind of gun do you have? Me? Yeah. Molinark Ace. That's why. Yeah. Because it's a Molinark. Well, even my my Molinark rifle that I had didn't have a range that that far. Uh, he has a a high high class version. Oh, okay. oh, oh, actually, technically, the Ace of Spades has a longer range than my rifle. Yep. Jesus. Um, but uh, as you're as you're turning back, Sala looks back and she says, "Do you want me to take care of that?" Yeah, just just a little, just a warning shot. Okay, and she turns her ring and disappears. A warning <laughs> shot, not fucking kill him. Jesus, she Christ. has to get closer to make it a good warning shot. Uh, yeah. Before she disappears, I will cast guidance on her as well. Okay, and drop it on Christmas because it's concentration. And yeah, I will give her like, a bardic okay. inspiration die. Cool. Um, you guys keep going uh, for a few minutes uh, until until you get about maybe 300 feet from where you notice the person and you can still see them behind you still trailing about 500 feet uh and there's a brief moment of like sala's gotta be in range and then you hear this crack go through the entire forest hold on actually Uh, real quick before the gunshot all it right. would be it would be very common knowledge that for this person they are keeping a distance that is very clearly out of gun range, right? Yes. Wonderful. While we're riding, I give it about two hundred feet and I hold the rifle <laughs> and point it back. I, yeah. And yeah. wait for Sala to do that. And yeah. I'm gonna use as soon as I hear it, I'm using prestidigitation to make it look like I fired the rifle. Make the smoke go up. Yeah, nice. uh, you Love hear that. this huge. I use at the same time. I'll use yeah. thaumaturgy to make it louder. Nice. Uh, yeah, you just hear this huge boom go through the forest, and you watch a section of the road just explode in front of this guy, like maybe a foot in front of him, and you see him like jump and like throw his arms up and like like scamper off the side of the road to hide um and uh you hear another crack go off uh shortly thereafter and you watch a small piece of a branch fall down and then the guy fall out of the tree (laughs) i like it and he just goes fucking running as fast as he can i'm gonna lean over i'm gonna have the horse move closer towards Noah and just reach out my hand for a high five. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, shortly thereafter, uh, it, it'll take her a while to catch up, but 
eventually, as you guys continue moving a little slower so she can catch up, uh, at one point, Sala just fucking appears next to the Kelpie. Like, she doesn't announce herself or anything. She's just got her gun slung over her shoulder and is just walking along. Nice. Yep. Sniper babe. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> I, I, if people miss it in the group chat, I gave Sala my nice rifle that I stole from the train mm-hmm. as well yeah. as the scope oh, okay. that adds 100 feet distance to it. So yeah. we literally just have a sniper in our party now who can hit yep. things from like 300 feet away. Huh. Yep, and her, she's range, a rogue, so. uh, yep. her range is 340 feet. Yep. Damn. Uh, you know, if we got her a nicer Molinar gun, she'd go even further. Oh, yeah. Hand her the Ace of Spades. Fucking watch out. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Okay. But she, just, she just rejoins you and looks rather pleased with herself. Um, Sala is usually a do not be seen, do not be like even perceived type of rogue. But now that she's got I told uh, Coop this, now that she's got a strong foundation and she's got some some tools at her at her leisure, she's uh, she's sort of coming into her own as uh something a little more useful. Did you end up taking that subclass that we talked about for her? I think so. Let me double check. I can actually just look at her character sheet. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. But yeah, she rejoins you guys. No big. And you continue on. Now, Legend lore. Alright. So, uh, after the wonderful job that she did, I'm going to have Sala get on the horse with me. She'll be mm-hmm. on the front facing forwards, and I will be on the back facing backwards. So, it cool. looks ridiculous. Cool. But I basically <laughs> uh, am, like, sitting cross-legged on the back of this horse, uh, because it's just that large. Um, and also fucking magic. And uh, I will pull out my four strips of ivory, um, hold two in one hand, hold two in the other, almost like like playing cards between my fingers, basically. Wolverine um, claws. And, uh, yeah, take off uh, half of that incense, uh, light it up, and uh, ten minutes goes by, and I'm going to cast Legend Lore and name yes! Leon Veneer. <sighs> Alright, so... I've already given you guys a dossier on Leon before. That's basically a Wikipedia article. Fair amount of information about Leon. Uh, So Cyril Leofric Veneer, also known as Leon, (laughs) uh, was, of course, born in 474. (laughs) But uh, other than stuff that you guys already know, like about his mother, Leandra Veneer, uh, his father, Lord Aram Fulcaster, uh, you know of his siblings, Winfred, Cineric, Eadwulf, uh, and uh, you guys know basically his mom died, his dad died of a broken heart shortly thereafter, Leon right. took over the company, his siblings work with him, so on and so forth. Uh, but the new information that you will come across, Mr. Kirstmas, uh, is uh, starts about four years ago. Uh, After you get this sort of 
flash of Leon's younger life and sort of uh, beats that mostly include his mother because she's the more legendary figure in his early life. Um, you get to, yeah, about four years ago uh, where, let me, let me just tell you the story because legend lore can work in a lot of different ways. So not long ago, perhaps four years or so, Leon was taking a vacation with his siblings to their family cabins up in Amnoblin near Seeger Rayafir. Turn that down. Uh, Leon arrived two days late due to his work and so planned to stay a couple extra days after, even after his siblings left. Once they were all gone, he was alone on the estate when a young woman knocked at the door. Uh, badly wounded and starving and running for her life from the house Carls in Seeger Rayafir. Uh, against his better judgment, Leon decided to take her in if she would tell him the truth about why she was being pursued. Uh, this girl introduced herself as Marceline Nyland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she admitted that she'd gotten a job as a maid in the Jarl's Hall and used that to sneak food and minor valuables to survive. Uh, when she was found out, the Jarl's advisors had ordered for her to be arrested. Uh, she had a rigged trial, and she was sentenced to 20 years in prison uh, and basically made a scapegoat for a bunch of other crimes. She managed to escape thanks to luck and, of course, a little bit of magic. Uh, Leon, of course, didn't agree with her stealing, but he understood the reason why, and so he made her a deal. Uh, he would offer her employment uh, and uh, help her sort of undo this legal nonsense uh, if she would, in turn, uh, of course, promise to uh, repay these debts. Uh, and also, he asked her to uh, try to get clean of a panna addiction that she was currently facing. Um, she, of course, agreed, as we know, uh, and joined the Veneer Arms Company. She was able to clear her debts, get out of these trumped-up charges, and uh, Leon took her along to Constanos, where she started working. Uh, at first, they didn't work together. She was sort of a lower-rung person. But after two years, she'd worked her way up to a secretary position when she met Leon in person again. And uh, seeing her good work, he decided to take her into his little entourage, make her his assistant. Uh, And eventually she became irreplaceable. Now, the portion of the story that you get is in a special bead on is about six months after she joined his, like, inner circle. Um... It was around this time that the pair, now close friends, began to explore a romantic relationship. Uh, It was close at first, and Leon's siblings were, of course, suspicious of Marceline being this, you know, urchin who he pulled up from nothing. Uh, But Leon seemed pretty content with her. In late 500, uh, rumors began to spread that Leon was engaged after he and Marceline disappeared on a vacation together for two weeks. When they returned, Leon seemed to start opening up and becoming a bit friendlier again, more like he'd been before his parents died. Uh, Marceline was always at his side, ever his assistant, secretary, right-hand woman. Uh, But what legend lore reveals to you that other people do not know is that Leon's engagement to Marceline, while seemingly done voluntarily, was entirely planned by one Serena Octon. And on that vacation, (laughs) 
On that vacation, Marceline took Leon up to the cabins in Amnoblin, uh, where they would be alone long enough for the cult of the Eternal to surround the estate, capture Leon, drag him to a cistern in Lionsboro, uh, and sacrifice him. Unlike the days of the Heidelin cults, when people would have their souls sacrificed to Olgar, uh, the friends of the Eternal instead sacrificed Leon to Sav and tethered his soul to Marceline. Uh, the cult <laughs> the cult had been working with Sav. You will also see this. The cult had been working with Sav for almost a decade, their goal being to separate Kaladir from the Obsidian Collective to take her into the group and turn her into a proper goddess. Uh, oh. Sav happily supported the idea, but warned them that they'd have to get rid of three major figures or get them out of the way first. Roan Mornile, Leon Veneer, and Flameheart. Serena Octon, a shadowy high-ranking member of the cult, chose to tackle Leon first through Marceline. Uh, after meeting Marceline and learning how deeply in love with Leon she was, Serena began poisoning Marceline's mind with the fear that if Leon didn't make himself useful or get out of the way, he would be killed by the cult. And so she agreed against her better judgment to help make him useful and thus not a member of the cult but a tool of the cult she became his puppet master in order to protect him mm. uh also along with this uh you will know that leon was killed directly by marceline uh she bound his soul to herself, uh, revived him herself, and ever since then, the cult has been using him to help pull attention away from themselves as he directed focus elsewhere. Uh, however, the Walker curse in 500 is not like the one in 200. It is practically imperceptible, constant, and the afflicted has no idea that what they're doing isn't normal. No blackouts, no eye glow, no obvious signs of tethering, and you know that Leon wears an amulet of uh, proof from detection so that his connection can't be seen. Um, mm. Leon does not know that what he's doing isn't normal. He has no idea. Uh, Flameheart, on the other hand, you will know, uh, seeing moments from Leon's life, he would have felt Leon die. Uh, but Marceline and Leon together managed to uh, spin a pretty convincing lie that Leon had died. He had drowned in an accident, but Marceline was able to save him. Uh, but after this happened, uh, Leon began pulling away from Flameheart, telling him that he was too overbearing. But that didn't make any sense to Flameheart. Uh, really, it's just all Serena's plan to break apart portions of the Obsidian Collective. Uh, Marceline, the entire time, has hated what she's doing, but it's for the greater good, right? Uh, a year later, because it has been a year, uh, Marceline's control over Liana's absolute and Serena's control over Marceline is strong, but you get the sense that it's starting to wane. Uh, in an effort to protect the man that she loves, she's being pulled into this massive, confusing web of everyone using each other. 
but now that it's starting to bring her back into the light of uh, line of sight of the crows, she's kind of catching wise. Uh, but again, Leon has no idea that anything he's doing isn't normal. You're muted, my You're, friend. We can't hear you. Yeah. So after learning all of this, yeah. Just like instinctively, telepathically, Christmas stops Sinead from uh-huh. walking. Yep, she pauses. You he, named her Sinead too. Yeah. She is Sinead. It is Sinead. Oh, oh okay, fine. I will. He like. <laughs> he he like. Kind of just like falls off the horse. He still, like, lands on his feet, but just looks, like, completely devastated. Yeah. Uh, Sala turns. She's like, Chris? What? Ah, what's wrong? What are we... Um, I can't... I'm not gonna scream on stream, but Christmas immediately just, like, walks the side of the path, grabs, like, a heavy rock, just chucks it into the brush and just lets out this heart-wrenching scream. Um, uh, what would it... What, we missed something. Yeah, hold on. Uh, I am going to use sending twice. I'm going to send the same message both times. I'm going to send it okay. once to Kenna McAmbro. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just make sure I get this right here real quick. Leon is the mole. So he happy. is a walker. He doesn't know. Colts. Other targets are Roan and Flameheart. And Keladir. Was that in They're the... Not- that wasn't in the legend lore. Keladir's not a target. Yeah. No, they're She's... trying to ascend her to godhood. Yeah. They're trying to raid yeah. clean her. 14, 15, yeah, but yeah. she's one of the three that yeah. that they have a particular interest in. No, the, I mean, they, there were three targets that were listed yeah. by the cult yeah. in that information. Leon. It was Leon, Flameheart, and Roan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, God damn it. Which means Roan might be... It might not even um, be safe to message Roan. That's true. They could have taken over two of them. Yep. So, yeah. um, hold on. I'm at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I will tell everyone what I learned in just a moment, but I'm going to send to the Im- incredibly important people that need to know this first. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, Yay. twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, so nineteen. Probably mention Marceline. <laughs> Kenny McGambro just fucking blasts her off the face of the planet. <laughs> Probably. I always picture Kenna having boots with like yeah. exposed metal to- toes and metal soles. Yep. Uh huh. I mean, honestly, she would. She definitely wears yeah. steel toe boots. Yeah. Oh, 100%. She does wear those, like, harness boots. They could absolutely have steel toes. Fucking fireworks. The lesbianist of lesbians. <clears throat> oh, 
Anyway, this uh, long silence brought to you by uh, Bossa Nova, which is a wonderful thing to listen to during the summer when it's sunny out. Um, okay, so here's what I'm going to send first to Kenna. Gotcha. Uh, Leon is the mole. He is a walker. He doesn't know. His soul is tied to Marceline. The other cult targets are Roan and Flameheart. I'm going to wait to get a response from Kenna before I do anything else. Okay. Uh, the first thing you hear is fuck. That's on brand. Are you guys gonna be here soon? Uh, Cause I need I need to go. I need to go like right now. I can't. Uh, yeah, that's it. Wonderful. I'm not gonna send back because um, we need someone else who knows that there is a mole in the collective to yeah. hear this. So. Um, our options are, um, I'm going to tell the group, I'm going to tell the group at this point, um, I, I, I everything, yeah, everything (laughs) I told, I tell you guys everything I just learned, um, and that I just told Kenna, um, who the hell else do I tell? Uh, Vesper, like, I think you should tell Flameheart because... If there's anyone who's not going to be able yeah. to, or going to be able to fix it, according to the old legends, it'll be him. That's true, right. and also the other the other part of that too is I feel like if they had managed to turn Flameheart at this point, I would have gotten that through Leon's connection with right. Flameheart. It sounds like yeah. he's trying to distance himself. There's a problem. I've never met Flameheart. But you know him, like you've However, been in the same we, room No, with him. we saw Flameheart at the the meeting of the collective. You you've seen him before. I wasn't in that meeting. Also, you can you can be described a person mm-hmm. and yeah. and send to them. Also, you weren't in that meeting, but you did see all of them arrive and go yeah. into the room. Okay, so you've seen you, Flameheart. you've seen him. He's okay. a legendary figure. You've seen him. I would say you can try sending to him, but I am going to have you roll for it. Chris, okay. what about guidance? We should we should warn Killadir. I don't think it's a thing you can add guidance to. It's a D one hundred. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's a percentage. Um, I there's there's only so many spells I can cast. I mean, that's. Do we have a scroll that we can send to Killadir? I have two. Send one to Killadir. Send one to Vesper. That's. I'm gonna send to someone I've never met before. This is going to be interesting. Okay, I'm um, going to send the exact same message wait. word for word to Vesper and Keladir using my scrolls and tell them wait. that Kenna and Flameheart also know. Wait a minute. Wait, Chris, before you cast that spell, Noah, why don't you send a scroll to Flameheart? No, and then... I'm going to message Flameheart. It may not work. No, I'm going to message Flameheart. Why would it not work? There's a chance it might not if he's not familiar enough with them. Go ahead. And uh, how about them. before I send the scrolls, you do the spell? Yep, I'm gonna try to do the spell first. I'm also changing it Ooh. a little bit. Um, no, no, no. So bear with me just a moment. It. I would actually at this time pick between Vesper and Keladir who would be more important to send to in case this doesn't work. Um, 
I mean, Caladir is closer, but Vesper is also less likely to be part of the problem. Right. Um, I'm going to real quick just pause the stream uh, while we're figuring this out. Yeah. Uh, Not because anything's wrong, but just because I don't want to just sit here in silence. Uh, Yeah, this stream is going to look like it's been edited. Yeah, it'll be cool. Anyway. uh... That was a lot. All right, here's the message that I'm sending to Flameheart. Let me roll the D100 first. Wait, are we back online? Are you recording? Question, Coop. Where do you write them down? These Are you writing them like in a Word document? No, I'm using Notepad. Oh, okay. Never mind. That. I know. Yeah, I know. I can just do like Google Docs and do like a like a word, a count, word count thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's no, like, I know. Just make it easier. Uh, yeah. Just turn the recording back on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's you back didn't on. say anything. Yeah. You did. Yeah, you didn't. Uh, sorry. Uh, no, actually, sorry. <laughs> I can't see what you're doing. Where's God. my D10? Twelve, 12 <laughs> on you. All right. All right. Ah, uh, Ben has become Ember. I am, yes. 58. 88. Okay, yeah. Uh, it will go through. What was your total message again? I say to Flameheart, Marceline lied to you. Leon is a walker. Mm-hmm. We can help you. We're meeting Kit and Kenna in Barrow. I possess the Ace of Spades. Also, also... The way sending works, Flameheart knows who is sending this. Point five seconds later. <laughs> yeah. Do I hear anything back? You do. Uh, he's not dead yet. Uh... <laughs> he's not dead yet. Not yet. Um, there is a like long, that. there is a long silence, but you you can tell it's the silence of somebody like thinking before they speak. It's not like the silence of the message didn't work. Right. Um, I will also add, just so people don't freak out, Leon and Marceline literally know that I have the Ace of Spades. So yes. there's yeah. no this is this information would only be news to Flameheart. Uh, at this point, if if this is Blame giving her, information to the enemy, then um, you know, like, it's I not mean, gonna, I think Flameheart would probably be more upset than Leon. I mean, because Flameheart was around when Marin used it. So no, no, no. I, I mean, know. like, Leon no. Didn't. My thing is like, if Flameheart has been turned in some way, we're not giving them information oh, that they don't have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of spades. Yeah. This is more of a gesture of good faith. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You hear this long pause before. Uh, you hear. I, I don't understand. I'll meet you there. We're bringing Flame Heart back. Um, uh, and then I send those two sendings. I send those two scrolls to uh, Vesper and Keladir. Is that who it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. All right. Got so, it. Kenna, Vesper, Keladir, Flameheart, and by proxy, potentially Mor- Morgan, not Morgan, Morgan. Uh, and Kit, maybe? Kit, and potentially Roan. Oof. I we do I do really want to get a message to Morrigan though. God damn it. I am running out of spells. I mean we're going back there later today, so Are we? Honestly, yeah, to, more, no, I mean if yeah. we're not later in the day, the next day. The next oh, day. If okay. we're sending this to like big members of the Obsidian Collective, like they're gonna tell who they trust. Right, exactly. So we the don't collective... need to worry about Right. It's more like if we can get it to the people that we trust in the collective and they all get together, then they confirm with each other where they heard it from. I mean it's all good. Right. But I do so... think that Morrigan should know. Why? Yeah, why? That's not her world. No. I don't think she cares. I think it really matters because the Obsidian Collective has power not just there, but here. Do they? Uh, how are we doing on time, by the way? Uh, we yeah, are we at two minutes, two hours and ten minutes, so do we want to break? Oh, man, I'm good. Yeah, let's hop on break. Y'all think about this bombshell. Uh... <sighs> I'm just glad we didn't have to do. use it more than once. But you are on your way to Barrow. You will be there before he nightfall. The speedway. Uh, God. Yeah. We'll hop on break. I'll be back in 10 minutes. And since we're pre-recording, that means we'll be back at 11.15. Sweet. Yeah.
Well, oh, we're back. Be safe. And uh, we're a lot sadder we're than we were before. We're have a good time. Why are you sad? You just learned a huge thing. I was in the same room as both of those fuckers. Yeah? Both of mm-hmm. them. And you fucked up. All right, let's do this. No. <laughs> oh. That's why I'm mad. Heading, you guys are heading to Barrow. Uh, you guys do, of course, know that uh, Barrow is sort of a hamlet of a Modestalian. It's a good distance away. Uh, on the edge of a mountain lake. Uh, and it is also very close to where Amelia Dine was killed by the Fomorians. Um Travel is mostly peaceful, and you once again experience the sort of time compression that you experienced before. Um, and before you know it, it's like, it's twilight, and you are coming uh, around a uh, bend in this dirt road, and you see before you uh, a little village start to sprawl out between the trees. Now, it's important to note that Barrow, even though it is on the edge of, like, the mountains, it is still within the forest, and it is built in such a way that uh, it's built sort of around and in between the trees. You don't imagine many trees were actually cut down to make room for this village. Um, And as you come in this uh, sort of arch that stands over the road and just has this very simple sign that just says Barrow across the top uh, hanging from some chains. Uh, You immediately see that you are most certainly not in Atlaren anymore and you are most certainly not in Amatothelia because most of the inhabitants of this town are not Eladrin, they're not normal normal races uh you see fawns and satyrs and uh what you think might be dryads just sort of drifting around and the occasional nymph that you have to sort of avert your gaze or they're so beautiful that you almost can't look at them um you see tiny teeny tiny little floating orbs of light going everywhere that you suddenly realize are fairies after a moment. Um, And it's just this, like, out of, like, stardust scene of a fantasy, like, fey village. Um, And uh, as people are milling around and sort of, like, shops are closing up for the night, um... There is, you notice that at the center of the village, there is a bell tower. Uh, It's maybe three stories tall. It's not that big. Um, But this large brass bell uh, slowly starts to swing back and forth and sound. Um, What? Yeah, here. Uh, (laughs) Um starts to swing back and forth and toll and uh, you see a lot of people look up sort of acknowledging it before the streets start to clear very quickly Um, and the only people really left out uh, are dressed in armor and uh, carrying weapons some of them have like what you think are some kind of dogs uh, with them that are walking sort of healed beside them And uh, 
as you guys get into this village, uh, one of these armored uh, satyrs actually walks right up to you guys. Um, you see that the shoulder pauldrons have almost like thorns worked into the metal. Um, and he has this really lanky, uh, tall dog next to him that uh, probably more resembles a greyhound than anything. Um, but it's very, its proportions are very strange. Um, and it almost has this blurry effect about it. Uh, but this satyr just strides right up to your group. Um, do any of you speak Sylvan? Is that a serious question? So. Yes, yes I do. Question. Yes, I do. I was just checking. I know you speak Sylvan. Is everything <laughs> else does? Fuck it. Yes. So much Sylvan. All right. Hooked on Sylvan. Uh, so you two and uh, Gwen and Sala uh, will be able to understand as he uh, sort of looks amongst you all and says, uh, who, who among you is uh, Christmas fortune man? Ah, uh, the, um, and he sort of motions behind him, and he says, the, uh, Lady Macambro has been waiting for you. Cool. I'll move in that direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he steps, he steps out of your way, and, uh, heading down this street, uh, you see, not far beyond, sort of through a hallway of trees, you can make out the, uh, sort of shine of a lake surface in the distance. And uh, you guys move along through, and you notice a lot of people staring at you, like, out of windows, like, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and and uh, along hold the on. way... Did, hmm? Sorry, qu- quick question. Hmm? Was Walter going with Kenna? He went ahead to meet up with Kenna, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, as you're, as you're going along, people are staring at you. And uh, you notice that as you're walking along this, like, brick path, uh, as it gets darker and darker outside, you watch little vines start to grow up from beneath the uh, bricks and cover the road and bloom into these beautiful silver flowers. Um, and you watch that as you guys walk through, they pull away before you can step on them. And then they grow back into place once you've passed. And they do almost I, give this... What? Do I recognize these? Make a nature check. Nat 20 for a 28. 20 what? 28 total, 28. but okay. nat 20. Um, These are... You've heard of these, but you've never seen one in person. These are what are referred to as moon bells. Um, essentially they are a very distant cousin of morning glories, uh, but they are known specifically in the Feywild that they, they grow underground. And then once the moon starts to rise, uh, shoots come up out of the ground and open up blossoms. And instead of absorbing light via leaves, like most plants do, they actually absorb moonlight through their flowers and they stay dormant during the day. Um, they also kind of give off a little bit of light. It's more like reflecting ambient light than an actual glow. Um, you know, okay. like how if you 
shine a light on a white surface it lights up the whole room um but uh, there are these like silvery white little flowers that are comparable to moon flowers uh except when they fully bloom uh they have this sort of bell shape to them uh, um, are they related to the almatum um i mean almatum is related to morning glories okay so like kind of distant cousins okay any seed pods uh yeah you'd probably be able to find some cool i'm gonna fill a vial with those okay yeah no. would you call them moon bells moon bells yes thank you yep yep oh uh, here we go again Mm. (laughs) but you continue on toward this lake and uh as soon as you get out there uh you notice that standing on the shore uh off to one side sort of out of the way uh you can see a bunch of like crates and other things just kind of discarded um and then you see a uh an archway standing there that is uh, has a sort of soft glow coming out of it, and you'll actually recognize it as the portal way to Walter's mansion. Oh. Um, but uh, that's that's standing sort of by itself, uh, and you don't see anybody else out around the lake, uh, but you do see that uh, around this portal way. Uh, all of these boxes look like they've recently been tossed aside. Um, there's a lot of broken glass around it. Uh, and uh, Noah, been here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Noah, you would recognize that there is Almatum growing around here. Mm. But it's it's sort of it's not like covering the trees like it did in Rolliger and Vern. There's like a few vines on a few trees and they're just sort of doing their thing, just chilling. When you say Almodum, do you mean yep. regular Almodum or or Homelander Almodum? Regular Almodum. The normal <laughs> stuff. I understood okay. that reference. <laughs> um... But yeah, uh, and and you'll notice that some of the boxes are charred as well. Mm. Yeah. Well, looks uh-huh. like uh, Walter left the porch light on for us. Can we go knock on the magical door? I'm just going to walk Regular right Tombow debt. All right, yeah. <laughs> Chris just walks right in. Uh, you are able to get in. You guys are allowed. Oh, okay. um, and uh, you step into the central sort of marble-floored ballroom of uh, Walter's mansion with the matching staircases. Uh, But you walk into a little bit of chaos. uh, And when I say a little, I mean mean Ben levels of chaos because there's two Ben characters in here. Should I be be, um, playing combat music at this time? No. No, okay. Maybe. Uh, We have to fight Kit. More like some Alice in Wonderland type shit. Uh, as you guys walk in, and uh, Foostrock and Magda, you will immediately recognize Mr. Ember is in here. 
What the oh, fuck? Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I was gonna say you said characters in oh, here. Oh god! Yeah, now there's three. Uh, so uh, you step in and see the first thing that catches your attention is this young man, sort of sandy colored hair, in, mostly in black. Uh, looking upward, and if you follow his gaze, you'll see that perched on Walter's chandelier is a phoenix. Uh, in her full-grown glory, uh, with her uh, sort of cascading golds and reds and violets in her tail feathers hanging down. Um, and you see across from Ember stands Kit of Volfira, uh, who looks very tired and haggard and just fucking done and ready to it's, go to bed. It's uh, the Spider-Man meme, guys. And yep. you see Kenna <laughs> MacAmbero uh, currently yelling at Kit just full fucking force and Kit doesn't seem to be absorbing any of it. And then you yeah. see Walter kind of standing away from it all with his arms crossed and his brows furrowed in confusion. Uh... Yeah. When Kenna screams, what level of shatter is that? Probably like a level seven. <laughs> oh. Wait, um, so so we do walk into a screaming and shouting match. You walk into Kenamak Ambro screaming uh, at Kit. Okay. And Ember looking up at this phoenix, just like amazed, but also like a little frustrated. I will wait to see I'm, if Kenna notices us. She's too busy. I, I'm gonna, yelling. I'm gonna walk up to Ember. Oh God. Yeah. No, come uh, on, come Ember on, was, Taylor, act this out. Ember was play all Blanche of my Devereaux, characters, right? Yeah, Blanche Devereaux, but like less <laughs> sexual. <laughs> Do declare. Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's not Ember's, really like high pitched. He's kind of no. a lower pitched. Uh. But he's not saying anything. He's just looking up at, at his bird. Uh, while Kenna yelling at Kit is just like, how how could you keep this secret for an entire fucking decade? And why aren't you saying anything? And Kit's just standing there kind of dazed. Uh, I'm going to use thaumaturgy to make it louder, but I'm going to clap my hands and be like... We're here. Uh, yeah. Uh, everything Hello. goes silent as all eyes turn to you guys. Except for Kai, who does the peacock, like, thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kai immediately flies down and she lands directly in front of Fustruck. Uh At her full height, oh. she her head probably comes up to your mid-stomach. Oh, she's big. Yeah. She's a big bird. Big bird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's uh, she's got this beautiful long tail of different like fiery colors. Uh, the most uh, striking of which is the sort of violet. Um, but she just looks up at you with these flaming uh, eyes that are speckled with blue. And immediately she's like, "Welcome to Sesame Street." Um. <laughs> I, I'm going to kneel down and just mm -hmm. like hold out a hand like gently. Yeah, and she, uh, yeah. Uh, just, uh, to I was going to say to Kai. Okay. Uh, yeah, and she just sets her head right in your hand. 
Uh, and you hear from believe... beside you, uh, Ember swore a lot, didn't he? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't think Not from so. my recollection. He was only around for a session remember. and a half. I know. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, no, you see I, Ember. No, I'm sorry. Ember grew up among the Fearbolgs, uh-huh. but he was a big outcast with them. So I assumed that he would he would act out in a way that would be against Fearbolg culture. So, so you go with whatever that okay. means. I know he's emotional. Yeah. Um, but Ember turns, and you can see that previously, like I believe 17. his outfit was mostly black anyway, but you see there's been a bit of an upgrade. Um, yeah. He has sort of like a Vax-style, like, uh, jacket cloak going on and, like, this uh, wrapped scarf around him. Uh, and uh, you see he's got a few new trinkets, like, hanging off his belts and from his neck. Uh, and a strange, like, reddish glove on one hand. Um, nice. And uh, he looks over at mm-hmm. you, looks at Kai, and then looks back at Magda, and you see this just exasperation come over him. He's like, I finally find my bird again. And you two just fucking show up? Are you you going to kill my bird again? I'm sorry. Who the fuck are you? (laughs) Who the fuck are you? (laughs) I love... Now there's two kids in the same room. Just the next two hours, it's who the fuck are you? Well, who the fuck are you going back and forth? I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. You're definitely not Flameheart, so you are not important to me right now. Kenna! What? Flameheart is coming Jesus here. Fucking Christ! That echoed in my headphones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I kind of kind of nods, and she's like, "Good. Uh, he can uh, he can help clean up some of this mess." Then, yeah. Uh, so I don't know <clears throat> if you all know this, but uh, Kit's still fucking around with the Almatum. I yeah. mean, I figured. Hi, Kit. By the way. Hi. Hi there. Guy. The, yeah, we uh, figured out all of that, by the way. Yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah, Frostbolt wasn't good hand? enough for you. You had to take it to the Feywild, too. I don't... I. Alright, listen. There's too much happening right now. There is way too much fucking shit happening. You're right. And a lot of it is your fucking fault. <laughs> that is not true. Some of it is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much. And okay. he, uh, he turns to sort of face you all. He says, listen, it is mostly under control now. It's being handled. And you can tell her, and he points toward Kenna, that she doesn't need to fucking keep screaming at me because I have a solution already, as I fucking told you. Okay. So, uh, what's the solution? I'm... You fuckers already figured it out. I'm working with fucking Arthur Dunn. Yeah? What's the solution? He's, He's figuring it out. We're figuring out how to reverse engineer my spell. So, you don't have a solution. You're still working towards a solution. 
All right. I didn't come here to be screamed at. Uh, do you guys have something constructive or are you just here to berate me? Do you have a quick question? What's he fucking doing here? A point of Ember. I don't have any clue. Also, fucking bird showed up and he's just here and and he looks at Walter and Walter's like I I don't know. He's he's insisting You just let people bird, walk into your house. The bird let him in. Uh You just let oh. birds into your house. I didn't let the bird in. Then how did it get in? I thought I don't know. I I look at Magda and I'm like, you you know that's a that's a phoenix, right? Yeah, but this yeah, is like his like magical, the, mystical mansion oh, or whatever. Yeah. Phoenix he, is like the the equivalent of like uh, you know an arch wizard like flying through the sky. Like they're they're they do what they want. So he just decided to fly into Walter's mansion uh, because she she whatever Ember whatever yeah. who cares. Yeah, uh, she can do whatever you, she wants. I do. You, I literally could care less about. Uh, what? <laughs> it's your fucking any points between you and Fushar. It's, like, it's your fucking fault that she died the first time, and I've had to chase her down. Why? I would not. It is not my fault. That was Fushar's fault. <laughs> Uh, I hold out a hand to Ember. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't think we've ever met before. Good. Oh. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, I'll talk to your bird. Hey, bird. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to walk over to the bird and just like pat the hey, bird. bird. Just to, for the chaos to descend even further into chaos. I'm yeah. assuming Kenna has resumed yelling at Kit at this yes, point. Yes, she has. Okay. Wonderful. You motherfucker, this is not a solution. I uh, take out my rifle uh, and I shoot it into the air. Cool. Everybody shut the fuck up. Oh god, Christmas is so angry he lost his accent. <laughs> it wasn't even his real accent to begin with. <laughs> Alright. We know who the mole in the collective is. And we came here to help, not to argue, not to deal with whoever the fuck this is. Sorry, not really. We came here to help. Kenna, you said you had to go somewhere. What are you still doing here? Waiting for you. Okay, we're here. What now? Fucking, and she points at Kit. She's like, get him to come up with an actual fucking solution. Kit, come up with an actual fucking solution. Well, well, hold on a second. Didn't Noah come up with one back in Port Zaris? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I already fixed it. We just have to do stuff. But, you know, everybody's too busy yelling at each other to listen to me. There you go, Kit. Congrats. I you got a free solution. I already a free solution. I yeah. already have one. Uh could, do you mind to share with the class? And you see him look at Kenna, who is like waiting for an excuse to start screaming at him again. And he's like, You shut up. 
because you couldn't do this either. And you see him reach into his robes and he withdraws a faceted clear quartz crystal. No! No, he didn't! Wait, what? No, 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 no! I know exactly <laughs> what that is. He was in the astral sea, Ash. Jesus Christ. Why did he go to the astral sea? Oh! What was fucking lost? Oh, no! Oh, no! No, 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 no! We've hit the part of the campaign where we are getting the fucking answers. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I guess I don't have to worry about that uh, legend lore I was going to do. Yep. (laughs) That's why I was like, that's such a good I had a feeling that's what you were going to ask was, where's the core crystal? Yep. So Um, But as he holds it up, uh, you see Kenna, like the color just drain from her face. She's like, where did you get that? And Kit sort of shrugs and says, um, inside of an astral dreadnought. Uh, Walter's house. Bring me a whiskey. Neat, please. <laughs> uh oh, we're breaking the streak. Uh, yeah. A, uh, well, Christmas the- is off the Kelpie. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. But. Shortly, a one of these ethereal animals that works around this place comes sort of snaking along and then appears next to you with a tray with a little whiskey for um, I look at Kenna and yeah. I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to lie. I've been thinking about tracking down this. Th- Do I know that that's the core crystal? Oh, yeah. Okay. The context alone. About, yeah. I've been thinking about tracking down that thing. Um because I'm concerned about what it may do if it comes anywhere near the Lycari. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen, and Flameheart's on his way here. Great, cool. Awesome situation we've Uh, all found ourselves in. I'm so happy. uh, Question for Kit. how are you gonna? How does that help you fix anything? What, are you just gonna like use it to super dispel? <sighs> kind of. Um, it. So this spell that I made, it wasn't supposed to do this. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think. I think I can get the islands under control, but it's gonna require a lot of fixing afterward. Uh, uh, what does that mean? One of the ideas on the table, it's not the first idea, it's a last resort. Oh no. Is a mass blight. Yup, that's where I thought you were going. And it would be just, it would be just to kill off the plant life, and then I can use a different spell to bring stuff back. Uh, and we would, we would not cast it near the Awas tree. That we would do little by little. What and about? I think that would work. What about all of the wildlife that lives around there? Vernhart. For one, they're they're already dying. 
Okay, so that seems like a last option. What else you got? Um, I mean, there is just like trying to do a a number of super powered dispels in a quick succession. But if I were going to do that, I would need a lot of powerful casters who can do it multiple times. And I have access to that, but I don't know if they'll actually help me. I mean, Noah did figure it out, too. It might take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Than we don't really have, have longer anymore. Ah, uh, well. Let me so let me we, lay we... out the situation very clearly for you guys. All right. Uh, back when I started working with Arthur Dine, he thought he could come up with a solution in three to five years. We're kind of past that point now. Um, and the Vern Hart is... I'm honestly surprised he's not dead yet. Uh, the elk herds have died out mostly. The Most of the animals are dying or dead. And at this rate, there's already small containable but still getting out there's the almatum is starting to get off the islands and there's only so much uh, damage control that we can do part of the obsidian collectives out there right now trying to do damage control and at this point the fastest and easiest option is this blight but I, I, as you can see, I'm stuck. If you, I think maybe you should, Noah, if you can teach Kit how you did it, that would be a better option. I just don't. I don't know. I we saw those creatures still persevering there. I just would hate to eradicate them. If after they're all already that infected, we're not going to be able to save them. That's that's kind of the problem, is we we found a way to kill the plants directly, but we haven't found a way to remove it from somebody once it takes hold. We did yeah, find we a have. way to uh, vaccinate someone, though. Yeah. How did we do well, that again? Well, that doesn't... <clears throat> that we doesn't... all got injected with it. The Almato? We, we all got injected with a vaccine of it when we were leaving uh, that house in Port Saras. Yeah, and it was a mixture of Magda's shit with... With the purple for us, Yeah. Vesper started... Yeah, Vesper helped us with that. Yeah, there's actually um, quite a few members of the collective that know about this. It'd be helpful if you communicated with them, Kit. They'd be able to fill you, fill you in on it. I, I don't need this. Is it possible... Be, okay. Whatever. 
Uh, emotions aside. Um, Vesper knows about this. It is possible that she could administer a vaccine to the, the animals and move them. We can move them away from the places you want to blight. The island will grow back. Okay. Um, when was this? Oh, I didn't. I So I found a, uh, didn't know it was there, uh, but there was a cistern, one of those ones full of blood. Yeah, uh, I heard Under a house. That. Yeah, well, I kind of, I uh, tried to make an Almada bullet. Why and... the fuck would you do that? Because, you don't get to ask uh, that question, have... my guy. You don't yeah, get to he kind of kind of immediately jumps in and is like, "You shut the fuck up." About uh, a week ago. Yeah, uh, and uh, so didn't know the blood was there. Um, of course, the spores found it, and we uh, so many bugs in the Feywild, and uh, <laughs> <where>, um, <laughs> we. Uh, Magda, get yeah, your rapier out. Yeah, sore of them. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we. Uh, figure we got rid of it, and uh, Vesper helped us make a vaccine for ourselves because we were already, like, covered in spores and had been inhaling them and all that jazz. Okay. Uh... Also, question. Uh, kind of for the DM, I guess. Yeah. Um, are there slugs native to Frosthold? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there might also be another option for maybe cleaning the tree off. Okay. Uh, we could ask the local fauna to help us clear it out by eating it. How many... Can You, you guys are druids, right? You guys can, like, summon, like, a thousand slugs or something, right? That is the weirdest good idea I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, because there are, and me, I'm pulling from stuff online, uh, there are slugs out there in the world, um, specifically banana slugs, if you want to look up, uh, who can feed off incredibly poisonous plants that would kill people or animals, and that's what they eat. So maybe there's a chance that they can eat the almada. Banana slugs can actually feed on Amantia and is... not die. The the red and white spotted mushroom that'll fucking kill you. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those aren't even magic. Those are just regular slugs. Yeah, yeah, they're just regular yeah. you know, fucking slugs. We don't have magic regular slugs slugger, here. Slug. Yeah. No. Or do we? Maybe we can build some magic slugs. Yeah, uh... You see Kit is, like, genuinely thinking this over, and you see Kenna is, like, surprised at the thought, and she's like, I could... I mean, we've got access to Aubrey Selbin. I'm sure we could find a bunch of slugs and move them over there and summon some. Yeah. I mean, or if you can even summon some that are, like, huge, but temporary, maybe they could eat a lot. What? What's Ooh, gonna you be know the... what? I have a recipe for an enlarged potion. If you fed some enlarged potions to these slugs, they get giant, and then they can eat a lot more. 
<laughs> I love breaking this game. Both, both druids are just like, what the fuck? That's a great idea. Um, and you see Kenna like pull out a little notebook and start jotting things down. And um, somebody's writing it down. And uh, Kit looks at you and says, uh, th- 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 thanks? Sure, uh, you know. I should probably get to work. Yeah. Yep. Uh, talk to Vesper, get your vaccines, move your scream deer, and uh, then you can let loose the slaughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just echoes through the hills muffled. of Amnobolin. Oh, muffled, muffled scream deer. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Whenever we get to the point where they let go of the slugs, like, can we please call the title of the episode "Loose the Slugs"? Loose yes. the slugs of war. Oh Hell yeah, love it so. Much. I mean, um, I did name an episode last campaign "Cry Havoc," so we can yeah. absolutely add on to that. Um, but yeah, Kit turns <laughs> to like start heading toward the door, and Kenna's like, ah. Uh, you hand that thing over here right now and she points to the core crystal and he looks at her he's like no you're just as bad as I am I mean I'll take it no No. they both say at the same time (laughs) I really wanted it um, uh, I'm gonna leave before Kit gets a chance to because I want to make sure that Flameheart and Kit don't like run into each other while they're trying to okay also, I I turn to Kit and I'm like, you know who that does belong to? <clears throat> Hana Yukigara. It does not belong to her. Echo belongs to her. But that's what Echo represents, right? But there's no way to purify the core. It's... So, but listen, as listen, I understand non- your logic. I understand your logic, and I respect it. But everybody on all the mortals on the collective have no fucking clue how to deal with this thing. And those of us who have even run into the Hydaelyn staves before still aren't quite all the way sure how to deal with these things. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't you can't just put it in a box and then keep it away somewhere you don't have to use it you don't have to do anything with it you just lock it but up and... it's a useful tool it's a dangerous oh, tool yes. didn't oh, you man. destroy it and <laughs> I see myself in this like, like oh, Magda yeah. looks like dead at Kit and was like, didn't you destroy an entire island I by trying to control one of those things? Thank you. He's about and to destroy that, an island. That was not me. That was Olgar Heidelin. And the only reason that Olgar Heidelin did that was because you thought that you had the chutzpah. Who the fuck are you? Marin Veneer? I was waiting uh, for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just uh, tear the mask off. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> on you. Give me the whole time. 
Uh, now bring me my great grandson. It was me, Marin. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Is she the only one in your life that's ever made sense? Oh. Or said no to you? Oh, that's not true. That is not true. Uh, and you didn't even know her, so... What, what authority do you have to be saying these things? You do know that your entire story is written in a book, right? Yeah. In several books. I know. Everybody's read it. Ooh, good for you. You don't know me. But I know what mistakes you've made. All right. I don't I don't need this. I don't need this from you. I don't need this from any of you, especially not you. And he points at Kenna. <laughs> so, um, have fun with your weird fucking little sorcerer boy and his weird fucking bird. Uh, I'm gonna go fix some shit. Um, so I turn to have... Kid before he... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Say I turn to Kid before he leaves and be like, uh, bring <clears throat> Ren in on the loop. He might be able to help. Did you tell him to? I did not tell him. But we do know that you haven't been telling him, and you should. Fuck you. And he walks out the door. Where? Uh, hold on, hold on. Before he leaves, where did You're he follow him? <laughs> also, I left before he no, left. I'm Just thinking, making I'm, sure Flameheart's not going to run into him on the way out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking before he leaves, like while uh, he's like talking to himself. Yeah, yeah. Where did he put, um, the corset? The crystal? Where did he put? Oh, okay. it? Uh, in yeah. his robe pocket. Uh, gonna try to steal it. There are two characters with incredibly be. good sleight of hand in this party, and yeah. you are not one of them. <laughs> you are not. They have decent sleight of hand. You can also try to tell someone else to do it if you know they're better than better at it. That's true. Uh, I Plus I telepathically. It's not up right now. We it's don't not. have telepathic bond. I mean, no. unless said, Taylor lets me no, retcon it and not. set it up for earlier, but it's, yeah, it's no, not up right no. now. Well, then how am the I supposed to tell? <sighs> you said that What's earlier. When you did Legend Lore, you said you used the telepathic bond to tell us all. Oh, no, no, no. I just said, I tell you all. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said telepathically. Yeah, no. Okay. Oh, no, he uh, telepathically told the horse to stop. Yeah, because yeah, that's a oh, thing I can do with the horse okay, without okay, needing okay. the bond up. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, you can try to whisper to somebody. You can send somebody after him. I'm going to uh, look at Christmas and just kind of give right him. Now. He's not in there. You're not. I gone. left. Yeah. I'm making sure that I'm making sure Noah doesn't, or not Noah. I'm making sure Kit doesn't just walk out and smack Noah, into Flameheart on his way in, and then we have yeah. to deal with a fucking apocalypse or something. Yeah. 
fucking just what we need. Another the core one. crystal just turns into fucking Godzilla. Solid's in here. Yeah, I'm gonna look at Sala. Oh. I'm going to like. I'm it's sorry. So passed over. <laughs> I feel like I don't. I feel like Sala will be more discreet. I feel like in the um, amount of time it's but... it's taken you to think of someone to ask, Kit has left. No, I I look at it's Sala and I I give her like a little like. Sala turns her ring and disappears as soon as Kit is not looking at her. That too, she can go invisible, so. Mm. Yep. So can I. So, Christmas, on the mm. other side, uh, you're waiting as <laughs> isn't, uh, Kit... Isn't the core crystal part of his plan to blight the whole island? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that like an important part of him fixing? I thought... We haven't removed that from the plan. That's still part of the plan. Once I again, thought we were doing the banana slugs. Yeah. yeah. We're doing the <laughs> banana the slugs tree. first resort. The banana yeah. slugs are for the Awas tree. We're no, going to kill the, the rest of the island. The, the banana no. slugs can be used everywhere, but the blight yeah. is the last resort. They're also uh, too yeah. slow to be effective. So, like, it's going to have to be, like, the slug cleanup crew. Anyway. Okay, fine, uh, so then Christmas, I don't say that. You see uh, Kit emerge. Uh, Flameheart has not arrived yet. Uh, but as soon as he steps out, he sort of dodges around you and heads for the nearest tree. Hey, Kit. What? Don't fuck this up. Otherwise, the next time we show up, we're not going to be showing up to help you. Ooh. And he pauses... And turns around to look at you. You act like I wanted this to happen. Not every person who fucks up does it on purpose. In fact, most of the time, it's the other way. It doesn't mean you have an excuse for fucking up on this level. Listen... I'm doing everything in my power to fix my mistakes, and I will own that they are my mistakes, but I don't need you adding to the stress right now. <laughs> you bitch. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, Christmas is pissed the fuck off right now. Kit stares at you for a good long moment. Like, considering whether or not it's worth it to just obliterate you right now. Uh, you better consider all the fucking work we've done in the last week. <clears throat> no, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, but he finally looks down, gives a little bit of a nod, and turns toward a tree and splits open a portal. And uh, he steps through, and it shuts behind him, and you see Sala appear right where the tree was, uh, right beside the tree, with a crystal in her hand. God damn it. <laughs> Did she just make a wisdom save? Maybe. Uh, 
Pony. And she turns and looks at you. What you got there? I assume a very dangerous artifact. This is the most Guardians of the Galaxy shit that's ever happened to this party. (laughs) Where we're just like, yeah, do this thing. You'll need this in order to accomplish it. And then, like, because we can't communicate with each other whatsoever, uh, now this shit has taken place. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Because I misinterpreted the banana slugs. I'm sorry. I think (laughs) that you should probably take that back inside and hand it over to Kenna. And she heads back toward the portal. Inside You can see check. the... Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I suddenly don't Very trust her anymore. concerned. Ooh, that's really good. That's an 18 plus 5, 23. So Hate it. Um, Sala is strangely non-emotive all of a sudden. God damn it, Astrid. I, hey! Killing everybody's Listen. girlfriends. Listen. This is... <laughs> it's fine, it'll Kill be fine. Kill my fantasy girlfriend. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> But actually, okay. Coop will cry if Sala dies. <laughs> she won't die. Kill Sala. He killed Gwyn. No, no, no. If he kill, if if this kills Sala, he kills Ash, and by that I mean Magda. Uh... <laughs> Do we see her walk back in on the other Not, side with the crystal? I don't know. Has Christmas stopped her? Hey. Um... Yeah. yeah dispel magic fifth level okay that's not gonna work (laughs) i mean it would end a spell or magical effect it's not um I can roll for it. I don't think it's a magical effect. Uh, well, if it's oh, like oh, a, oh. a thing that she had to make a wisdom save uh, for, then I would call that a magical effect. It could be a curse. Hold on. I don't think it would be a curse. Thinking. I thought it was. No. Because when you handled the hurricane stuff, it wasn't. you weren't cursed. Was it a? Did we have to do a greater restoration, or was it? Yeah. A dispel. It was a greater restoration. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Hold on, there's some house rules going on here too. Uh-oh. Uh. Now we're all gonna have to kill Sala. There is no effect. Yep. Okay. Can I? Um, what was what was that? 
Something seems wrong, and I'm concerned for your well-being right now. What? Can I, um... I want to see if there's anything about the the stories of old that would inform what might have just happened there. And by that, what I'm saying is I'd like to make a history check to see if I can figure out what might have just happened to Sala. Sure. Okay, good. I'm really good at these. Um, I am also going to real quick um, kind of just like just to really make sure that I'm digging as deep as I can, do that sort of, like, enhance ability thing again, give myself advantage on intelligence checks. Um, so, spell on myself, and then try to, like, search for that knowledge about, like, what yeah, this thing might have done. very confused. Yeah. Ooh, that's not good. Oh, that's so much better. Um, 25. Uh, so... From what you understand about the Highland Staves, um, you really only have knowledge of the other eight because the ninth was always in someone's possession who could sort of control it. In the brief time it wasn't, it was contained. Um, so you know that with the other staves, basically when people picked them up, they would... Uh, essentially stick to them and they would be impossible to put down and some people wouldn't want to put them down anyway um and there were ways to sort of unstick it but uh there were with some of the staves especially the more aggressive ones there were lasting effects like a one ring type effect um and with the core, which was only ever contained or in Senna's possession, uh, it's unclear if the core would be similar, worse, better. The only story you know about the core's reaction with an actual wielder was uh, back before the Calamity, one of the adventurers who started gathering the staves, um, she was a druid, uh, when she found the core staff, uh, it began to turn her to stone. And she Ooh. couldn't... Uh, she could put it down, but it was... She couldn't go far from it. Did this happen? That literally happened in the last campaign? No, that happened no. in my stone? first ever campaign. Okay. Yeah, no. Jack started to turn clear. Yeah. Oh my god, Astrid. Um. I'm sorry. Are you? I don't think you are. Um. I mean, this is kind of interesting, isn't it? Like in the worst way. Fire to the pot. Yeah, literally, we just took. We just started putting out fires, and now we have a whole new. Just let her walk in the fucking door because I'm gonna have her give it to Kenna. God. Let's see how this goes. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Uh, Sala <laughs> kind of gives you a weird look and is like, okay. And she walks back through the portal. Uh, and Magda, you do see her step in uh, holding the crystal. Um, and she says, I, I got it. Great. Kenna, can you please take the 
Wait a minute, why did we take that from- I don't think that Kit uh, should be having anything that powerful. Okay, uh... I mean, you can do everything that he can do, right? Yeah. Uh... Alright, and she steps up and holds out her hand, and uh, Sala doesn't offer the crystal out. Ah, god damn it. Mm -hmm. And Kenna looks at her and is like, Sala, hand it over. And Sala looks at her and says, um, no. Uh, why? I don't think it's a good idea. You don't think it's a good uh, idea to give it to Kenna, or you don't think it's a good idea for you to not have it? I don't think it's a good idea for the Obsidian Collective to have it. Again, why? I mean, look at what's happening right now. They can't do anything. They're useless. I think Kenna is a little bit different. I kind of agree I with you don't a little bit. Think but so. We know the stories. She couldn't do anything without help. Insight check. Yeah, go ahead. But you see Kenna pull back. Like There's a moment where you can see she wants to be angry, but she realizes something weird is happening. Um, Nine. <laughs> I am going to take a moment to kind of try to very subtly cast a spell and the spell is sending and I'm going to send over to Kenna um, and just say um, well this was a terrible idea something is obviously wrong if there's anything you can do to sever a magical connection, do it as powerfully as you can. Um, can I? I'm assuming can druids doesn't... have access to greater restoration. I believe so. Yeah, they do. Yeah. That says. Definitely a druid spell. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Kenna, Kenna doesn't answer you, but she's still staring at Sala. She's like, um, listen. And you can see Kenna's distinctly trying to, like, calm her inner rage for a moment. She says, I can understand the lack of faith. We have fucked up a lot of things, but that thing is way too dangerous to just be floating around. Like, I'm sure you could protect it, I'm sure you could, but someone could come along and kill you at any moment and take it, and you wouldn't be able to stop them. It needs to be with somebody who can secure it. And you can see Kenna's like kind of inching toward her as she says this, trying to be open. Um, but you see Sala starting to lean back. Sala. 
if she looks over at Christmas, he is bawling right now. Okay. I am putting myself behind Sala so she can't go any further. Yeah, yeah I was uh, about to say, I'm trying, I'm subtly trying to flank her as well. Uh, but as Sala turns to look at Chris, Kenna makes that final reach, uh, and Sala instantly, like, slips away from her. Uh, anybody who wants to try to stop her? Did or Sala her? just make I... an ability check? Yes. Silvery barbs. Uh, She is going to have to uh, roll in another d20 and take the lower. She's still going to slip away. In that case, I'm giving advantage to whoever is closest on their next ability check. Uh, I... I don't know. Who's going first? I'm going to make an attack roll. With what? Attack roll? My defender rapier. Grab her. (laughs) <laughs> you dumb idiot grab her you, you, I, you know what's funny my first thought was also attack her I was going to oh summon the lady's God. favor and just fucking catch her. well I'll get my backup character ready because it's looking <laughs> no, less and on, less on, like on. Christmas is going to stick with the party at this point All right, guys. somebody do something <sighs> do it this uh, might be stupid we do it this might be stupid. Six seconds. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for her the the wrist that is holding her uh, that is holding the crystal. Okay, make an attack roll. I'm, I'm gonna try and chop her hand. <laughs> oh my oh god. god! That is not even how rapiers work. You have advantage <laughs> on this attack roll. Yep. Okay, that was a 25. 25 will hit. Okay. No more hand jobs for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry, okay? Um, so, hold on, Magda. Uh, Sala is going to activate her chronal shift ability. I want you to re-roll. Um, With advantage? You still have advantage, because you're re-rolling the whole attack. Yeah. It was better. (laughs) Is it... uh, Is it 31? Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. Roll damage. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Roll tide. Uh, it was a 17 damage. Jesus. Uh, Sala does manage to keep her hold on the crystal, though you leave a nasty deep cut across her wrist. Uh, in a not great location, because she's gonna start bleeding like fuck. Um, but she is trying to slip between you guys. Has she I will made attempt to grapple yet? her gets to me. He is currently moving. You guys are basically taking a single action each to try to stop her. She hasn't made it. She hasn't taken a turn in combat yet, though, correct? No, this is not combat yet. Uh, because yeah, Silvery gonna... Barbs is a reaction, would that count as my like action during this, or would I also get I an would action? say yes, because uh, well... No, because I'm giving her her reaction as well. So you still have an action. Okay. I'm waiting until she gets close to me. Okay. 
I am going to... I'm going to follow Magda's lead because I know how dangerous this crystal is. It cannot leave this thing. Um, and do I have flanking with her? Uh, yes, you would. Because Kenna okay, is on so the I opposite can, side of her. I can take advantage. <laughs> okay. Nat 20. Fuck. It's already a critical hit because of assassinate. Um, do I it's double the crit die. because it's a crit and a critical? No, probably no. not. Okay, I didn't think so. Jesus, that, that would be crazy. Fuck. 87 uh, damage. Yeah, right. That's some paladin shit right there. That's some Marion yeah. shit right there. Okay, yeah. so 2d6 <laughs> on that. Sorry, I forgot. My pistol is a... Oh, that was plus 10 to hit, so that's a 30 to hit. Um, And a d10. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's not very much damage. 3, 7 times 2 is 14 plus 6, so 20 points of piercing damage. I'm going to break out the dirge music. No! <laughs> no! Okay. Alright, who else? She's... Is, I her, is her hand still? Because, like, didn't Noah said how, that he how, aimed no, for... Are you for... using your sword or your gun? I'm using my gun. Oh, fuck. Okay, so you shoot someone. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's the only weapon I have. I don't have any... I gave oh, it to okay. Magda, yeah. so... so oh, and I can use bang. my bonus action to fire a second shot as well. Go fucking go for it, I guess. Are you trying to, like... It's not gonna hit. It's a 14. Where... Nope. No, I wasn't aiming for her hand. Oh, I'm okay. behind her. I can't see her hand, so I basically just shot her in the back. Who's trying? Okay. I'm going to try and grapple her. That wasn't your first instinct. Implement. It wasn't my first instinct, but at the same time, it, it's the better instinct. Mm. That's not great. Uh, that is a 15. Yeah, no, Should you're you... not catching Solon or Endale. Uh, what, <laughs> what did she roll? Uh... Hold on. I gotta add up things. Because uh, it's a it's a strength check, isn't it? Contested strength. Uh, it's, it's strength. Or dex or acrobatics. Uh, athletics or acrobatics. 24. And you rolled a 19? I can't save you. Oh, no. I rolled a 15. Oh, never mind. Nope. I can't save you. Yeah. What else? Well, Christmas, it's up to you to kill your girlfriend. No. <laughs> no. We can save her. We just got to go spare Yeah, her we just got to get the crystal away from her. We're not killing her. Um, just in, her a, in a moment, Christmas, knowing how important both this moment is and also how important this woman is to him, draws the ace of spades. Wait a minute. Oh, never mind. If he's doing no, that, I'm not. Don't going interrupt to my now. moment, Harris. Don't interrupt the moment. <laughs> Do it. I'm gonna draw the ace of spades, and if she's running directly at me, um, I am going to aim it at her. I mean, at at her arm, basically where the crystal is. Uh-huh. Um, oh god. Did you do your strike check wrong, Harris? 
No, uh, okay. I was going to try and invoke the fire rune, but I have to actually hit with the attack mm-hmm. in order to be able to invoke it. What'd you I'm do, buddy? so nervous right now about to roll this dice. Yeah. Do it. Uh, yeah, Sala's like turning to run and like looking at Christmas for help and he just draws baby. <laughs> Disintegrate. Because like something is wrong. Like I know something is wrong. So this yeah. is like, this is that perfect like every other time he's drawn the ace it's been instinctive to do harm and right now he's literally about to fire this gun to try to save her which is so yeah. messed up. Yeah. But it's where we are. It's where we yeah. find ourselves. Astrid. Uh-huh. This is oh, it's really, asshole. it's really good. It's really good. Uh, it's a seventeen plus nine. It's a twenty-six. Oh yeah. Yep. That'll hit. Okay. This is with some force damage, um, and I am aiming for basically where Magda hit her. Um, mm-hmm. If I blow off her hand, you know what? She'll still be alive. Um. Good God! Why the fuck is this happening? Uh, I mean, all it'll take is one punch, and I can flaming shackler to cauterize it. Because Olgar Highland is a dick. That's why. Yeah, he is. Actually, more. It started with Ilarka. Kill your girlfriend. Jesus! It's it's eleven points of piercing mm-hmm. plus nine points of force, so it's twenty damage. Okay. How do you want to do this? No. <laughs> no. Oh, she's not down. I only get one attack. So that's, I mean, uh, that's what I got. So I imagine we'd go into initiative now. Uh, so, let me, let me finish your fucking word picture here. So, oh God. imagine this. Sala is between Kenna, uh, Magda, Noah, with Chris off to the side and Fustrak off to one side. Uh, Basically, Kenna goes in to grab her. She slips away, but Magda immediately reacts with the rapier hit to her wrist, causing this bloody, horrible slash, which Sala instinctively, like, there's like a yelp as she jumps back, like, shocked that one of you would attack her. And then Noah shooting her in the back makes her stumble. Uh, but she is able to use that to her advantage to duck under Fustrak's arms. And as she turns to run toward Christmas and he draws the Ace of Spades, um, you will all see this moment of pure panic and betrayal just come over her. And uh, Christmas... I also need you to roll a d20 for me. Okay. I just wanted to pet a bird. Yeah. 13. Yeah. 13? <laughs> okay. If I'm not adding anything to it. Yeah, 13. Uh, all right. So, uh, as you fire off the shot... You're surprised by a second kickback as a sudden burst of fire uh, comes from the gun and uh, hits Sala. Uno momento, extra ace of spades, shit. I did say 
afterwards that if that was the case, that I didn't want Solid to take it. But um, and here we Taylor fucking are. Mean. Taylor was, didn't listen to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't listen to Taylor is what happened. No! Anyway, anyway. it's already it's done. Midnight. It's already done. It's already done. Uh, this burst of fire comes out and hits Sala with the kind of force that fire normally doesn't have behind it. And you watch as it sort of washes over her and you get the feeling that this is more than just fire because it doesn't necessarily burn her. But there's a moment where she stumbles and collapses and the core crystal goes rolling away from her. Kenna? That yeah, absolute Kenna instantly moment. grabs the core. Healing word. Instantly. Okay. I'm um, already running over to her with the, with the gun holstered and I am pumping healing words into her every single uh, chance that I get as well. 11 points of healing damage. Okay. Uh, and I will do a second level, which means I am down to only first level spell slots. Seven. Okay. Not great, but it is what it is. Um, I'm also going to hit her with the cure wounds at second level. 13. Uh, fuck, come on. 17. 21. So that should get her up a ways. Okay. Um, yeah. The second she hits the floor, uh, Kenna grabs the crystal and immediately shoves it into her bag of holding at her side so that it's out of sight. Um, you guys hit her with healing spells, and as Sala's eyes start to open, and she's just bleeding everywhere, um, uh, Christmas is the first person she sees as she looks up. And you see this wave of realization wash over her and immediately tears fill her eyes and she reaches out toward you. Yeah, I just immediately am grabbing her. He's crying as well. Yeah. I and will just, she... not even realizing what I'm doing, I'll just instinctively put another uh, healing word into her. Um, healing word is what he calls his penis. Um, yeah, because we need, I was just thinking that. We need some sort of levity in this moment. Uh, <laughs> that's another six points of healing. Um, pumps another healing word into her. Ew, um, but yeah, there's this moment where you, where you like, you grab onto each other and like her fingers are wrapped up in the back of your cloak, uh, jacket. And she just, the rest of you can see, she just has her head against his shoulder, eyes wide and full of tears as she can't even speak. As she just sort of comes to grips with the fact that she just lost herself for a second. I just, um, I pick her up and I just mm -hmm. walk in, I just walk further into the mansion and I'm just going to go find the room we stayed at the last time we were here. I'm just leaving okay. everyone behind right now. Yeah. Uh, as you start going, a path on the floor lights up in front of you. Um, but 
you all see Kenna has like drawn out this staff she usually carries um, and is like watching Christmas and Sala go. And uh, Ember is standing there just kind of gobsmacked by all of this. And uh, Walter this fucking guy. just looks terrified. Uh, and sort of these people all turn to you guys as Kenna's like, well, um, I'm having some serious PTSD flashbacks. Uh, I need, I need to put this somewhere, um, and think about it for a hot second or get another qualified opinion or something. Um, what are, what are you, what are you all doing? What, uh, I don't I'm even know. Double anymore. checking something real quick. Um, did we take Senna's key and the whalebone ring? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah Didn't I you have put no it on? Noah put it on. Yeah, I yeah. have the ring no. on. Yeah. I've been casting magic and nothing's happening, so I'm just assuming it's fine. Um. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. is not fine. <laughs> Everything is not fine. We're good. Everything's totally good. This feels a lot like the moment where Marin like suddenly went Walker and tried to and almost killed Kit and her husband at the same time. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was just <laughs> I, I have the nervous shakes right now, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's because... So does Kenna. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Kenna looks over you all and says, uh, I think... Um, I think I'm going to get in touch with Hana because she does seem like a good option. But before I do anything crazy with this thing... I mean, I was able to touch it without an issue, I think. And she, like, looks at herself to make sure there's nothing crazy happening. She says, um, I think because I already have experience with it, maybe I'm okay. But I'm going to do some experimenting. I'm going to make sure this thing is safe. Because if it did that to her... And what's it been doing to Kit? I I didn't notice anything that different about Kit. Apparently he's he can't have had this thing for long. My worry is why is it still doing this? If Olga Highland is really gone. Yeah. I have a trip to the Monomaric to make. Um Oh Jesus, again. Yeah. <laughs> she does. It's like she doesn't learn. She just puts it back in the same fucking place. Um, yeah, just going there to get another opinion. Uh, oh, uh, uh, can I just uh, throw? What was I going to say? I don't know. Fuck. There was something I was going to say. This part. Oh, uh, just let's uh, let's not give it to anybody in the no, collective yet, we're... just because we don't know if Leon's the only one. That's terrifying. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh. I'm going to go talk to my great-granddaughter 
and maybe see if there's uh, a Malandrata still awake. Uh, mm. I'll be in touch. Uh, as soon as I figure out what the fuck to do with oh, this Oh yeah, thing. they went. They all went back to sleep yeah. after all. Well, yeah, but they. That's because the apocalypse got further away. Yeah. Not yeah. Because it was not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's coming back. They're going to wake up again. Um. Yeah. Uh. She. She sort of shoulders her bag and says, "Um. So you guys are going to have to find your own way out of the Fey Wilds." Uh, I'm sure your buddy Walter can help you with that, but uh, be be very careful. Because if this thing's back in play, I can guarantee you Sav's going to find out about it very soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody good? I mean, physically, not emotionally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she steps over the blood pool on the floor and heads up. Um, uh, you all hear behind you. What the fuck was that? This well, Amber, as you can see, you're shit. still here. <laughs> Does no one hear me? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? No, we can hear you. We can hear you. <laughs> it's like every time I get three words out of my mouth, someone's like. Well, Amber, as you can see, not much has changed in our group. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I am going kind of New York with him, aren't I? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I do well, declare. I, I do declare. <laughs> it's like a reset phrase. Like if you just yeah, say yeah. that, it's you'll go great, right great back phrase. into it. Yeah. Uh, well, um, y'all are sufficiently creeping me out, so uh, I'm I'm gonna take my boat and go. Great. And uh, and he looks at Foostrock and says, "And stop messing with my bird." What do you mean messing with? She keeps flying off to go find you. So is that because you're tattooed? First off, one, I feel like I owe you an apology. Um, as lucky as I was to have the Phoenix show up to bring me back last time we saw each other, um, I apologize that she had to do that. Um, and then he looks at Kai. I mean, obviously he doesn't know her name, but um, looks at Kai and says, and I believe I owe you some thanks and for a thanks for this and like shows like the the phoenix scar on his chest this has been uh helpful to say the least um uh kai who who's still kind of wandering around on the floor uh, she steps up to you. Licking up the blood. No. <laughs> With their um, weird bird tongue. She steps up to you and you see her swing her head in the direction that Christmas went 
and then she looks back at you, and you see her lift one of her little talon feet and start drawing on the floor, like scratching a drawing into the floor. Oh, I thought she was drawing in Can you imagine how, how for a moment if Sala had died, and this bird literally <laughs> did that shit again? And yeah, uh, there he goes. Ember, yeah. Ember would fun. go shoot up a fucking hospital like that's oh how angry ember Billy. would be Jesus ember Christ. would just be like fuck these Jesus. people and every single person <laughs> in this world yeah. uh yeah. anyway um i i, I will kneel entirely hypothetical what i'll kneel and see what uh what kai is drawing on the floor uh do you know what a triskel is Mm, oh, I have idea. something. I have an idea that has something to do with three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, a triskel is an arrangement of three spirals, uh, sometimes forming a triangle in the center. Oh, uh, this is. particular one does form a triangle in the middle. Uh, and she scratches it out and sort of steps back and, like, she kind of stamps her foot next to it. She can't talk. Uh, but she looks up at you and does another and turns around and starts walking away. What is it with birds? Like walking, walking outside or walking, walking... toward the portal? Yeah. Are you saying I, I need to go to Christmas and Sala? And she turns and looks at you and kind of tilts her head. I need to go to them. And she walks back up to the symbol and stamps on it, and then leaves. Would you like to make a religion check? Sure. Uh, I'm not going to be good at it, because I got a minus one. You should actually have advantage, because you've seen this recently. Okay. Well, they were both the same. I got a 17. Okay. Flash of genius, uh, 21. 21, yay. Uh, so the Triskel, among a few other symbols, is often associated with the Feywild. Um, the symbol of the Seely Court, for example, is the... Um, the uh, ben, you know what this is. The knot that has the circle in it. The Triquetra? This one? Yeah, that 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 is a symbol of the Seely Court in my homebrew world. The Triskel is the symbol of the Court of Reckoning. Oh. I literally didn't know that two weeks ago, and as soon as you said the word Triskel, I was like, oh, because I looked that shit up mm-hmm. after we met the Morrigan. Yeah. It is one of the symbols of the Morrigan. We need to get them to Morrigan. She's already leaving. She's she's leaving. And Ember looks fucking confused. Ever uh, out of the loop. Noah I look at Ember and I'm... the bird. Okay. Yeah, you'll be able to catch her outside. Okay. I'll, you can go first, Ash. Oh, I say I look at Ember and I'm like, well, Foostruck apologized to you. Uh, but he had absolutely nothing to apologize about. You're, you're a piece of shit, and your bird uh, is fine. So, wow. 
Damn, you ain't holding back or nothing. You've just been harboring that shit for like, what, two and a half months? Yeah, he fucking sucks. He just left us for for whatever. Ember is so And then he was all acting all pissed off at you for dying. Like, um, fuck Ember, you. Ember looks a little like taken aback more out of he doesn't understand why you're mad at him. Um, and he looks at you and he says, I spent months tracking down Kai. And then I run into you and I see her again. And then you, you just, you, you, she died and I didn't get to have her back again for another for weeks before she hatched again. Well, sounds like we got your bird back because Fustruck died, so really, you're welcome. You don't get to claim responsibility over that. You didn't do it on purpose. Well, it was good to see you, Ember. Yeah, fuck you too, Wait, what did he call me? He said, he said, fuck you too, Renly. He remembers your name. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought he called me by like the wrong name, and I was about to be like, fuck Yeah, fuck you me. too, Broadhorn. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wildhorn now. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> doesn't care in the slightest. Um, I'll but, see you uh, again someday. <laughs> yeah, he, he heads out. Noah, you're catching up with Kai. Yeah. yeah. I just catch up with her real quick, and I'm like, uh, hey, excuse me, uh, Miss Bird, um, Miss Kai, I think that's your name. Um, and she shakes her head. Oh, uh, what's your name? Can you draw it in the ground? And she looks down, and you see this sigh. <laughs> and she does. She starts scratching out in Sylvan uh, the name Ethvara. Ethvara? Yeah. I'll write it down for you. Okay. Uh, okay, uh, Atvara. Um, I, I I will let your your Ember know that as well. Um, I had a question. I'm a little bit of a potion person. Like, I like to help people a lot. Uh, could I maybe have, like, one or three of your feathers or something? Or if you like, if you can cry into a bottle, uh, anything that you could, you know, do to help. Blink, blink. She can't, can she not understand me? No, she understands you, but you get this idea that she's like, is he really asking me for this? Yeah, yeah, no, it's <laughs> um, real. Yeah, um, I, feathers, you know, whatever's like gonna help people. And she sort of looks down at herself and she turns and she actually plucks a tail feather out, a Ooh, violet get tail feather. Get one of the feather. long boys. Yeah. Um, and she holds it up and you hear behind you, uh, no, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I take the feather. I'm like, uh, thank you, kind bird. Um, or Ethvara. I turn to Ember. I'm like, her name is Ethvara. What are you talking about? Uh, it's right here. It's in the sand. You can see it. Uh, she just wrote it for me. Her name is Ethvara. What? Why do you people know more about my bird than I do? Oh, I just wanted to be helpful. I'm sorry. I've just heard stories about phoenixes. 
And you actually, uh, wait, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. What'd you say? I said that I've heard stories about phoenixes. Okay, I, th I heard something completely different. What'd um, you think? I thought you said I heard stories about penises. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I've heard those Do you those think too, phoenix but... feathers are like an ED <laughs> medication? Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, you, you see him <laughs> turn toward the phoenix, and he's like, what the fuck, Kai? And she just is like, Wah! and she takes off. I'm just like, uh, it's Ethbara. Um, I and then I cry out to her. I'm because uh, we've heard of the goose. Like Ash keeps talking about the goose, uh -huh. or Magda keeps talking about the goose. I'm like, uh, if you're back in that and look for a goose. I think he's wearing a bow tie. <laughs> yep. Um. You see this yes, trail is like fire. We can keep all the birds together. Uh, um, and, and yeah. Ember just watches her go, and you see this horribly crestfallen look about him. He's like, I just caught up with her. Uh, you know, can I make a history check about phoenixes? Yeah. Or religion, whatever. What do you want? Uh,. History would probably be more apt. Okay, guidance. I uh, like how Ember is 100% the sidekick in this relationship. Yes, <laughs> he is. Well, it's not so much that he's the sidekick, it's that Kai has shit to do, and he can't keep yeah. up. I'm going to take another flash of genius, and that's going to bring it to 23. Okay. <clears throat> I was so close to asking... Kai, if she wanted to come with us. <laughs> oh my god, another fucking NPC. <clears throat> so they can just walk around going, eh, like just constantly. Magda just, just wakes imagine up in the a middle Phoenix. Of the night. It's <laughs> yeah, but just imagine a Phoenix on my horns as I'm walking through a town. Just perched up there. Son of a bitch, where is. Ah, oh, there it is. Um, I'm sorry, oh, you I wanted the history right. of Phoenix? Yeah, I wanted to know, like, what's their deal? What's their so, what's their drive in life? Phoenixes are yes. inherently good creatures that Phoenix originate I. from the wilds. Um, <laughs> they are often uh, considered neutral good, mechanic-wise, uh, because they tend not to associate with, like an archfey or a god or whatever, but you have heard of um, there's only a handful of phoenixes that are supposed to exist, but you have heard that one or two uh, don't serve Morrigan but work with her. Um, Morrigan being a goddess of war, she is inherently linked with life and death and everything in between. Um, but she is more so a goddess of like a balance, uh, similar to the god Tyr, who is also a god of justice as well as war. Uh, the yeah. goal is not war itself, but the purpose uh, that war achieves. Um, so Morrigan is often associated with crows, uh, has some phoenix associated associations and what you understand basically boils down to phoenixes are out there to find uh ways to do good and people to do good through um and you've heard of the term phoenix knight before 
which refers to a person chosen by a phoenix. Ooh. Wait, is that now context for that? Yeah. Is that someone that the bird trusts or someone that the bird saves? Or is, is someone, there like special powers associated with such a thing? It is someone that the bird specifically chooses. Mm -hmm. uh, whether or not they've saved them before usually doesn't matter. But they go out and they basically look for people that they can trust to spread good in the world, but it doesn't necessarily have to be in their name. Like, phoenixes will choose gotcha. their knights and maybe never see them again. Gotcha. Um, I will turn to Ember and I'll be like, so uh, how much do you know about phoenixes? Uh, not a lot. Let me, uh, let me take a guess at what's happened. This phoenix saved you, didn't it? Yeah. Did anything change after that? Yeah. Uh, why? Like what? Like what? God, that fucking accent <laughs> is contagious. Uh, like what? Defaults to I, Travis. I got yeah. like fire powers and mm. like I don't know. There's this thing I can do when I'm in trouble that sort of explodes in flame and mm. uh and so have you uh have you heard of somebody called a Phoenix Knight before? It's kind of an old fairy tale, but we oh. are in the land of the fae. I, 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 no. Uh, sometimes there are people that the phoenix chooses to go out and do good in the world, and they give them special powers. I always love your, hearing your summarized version of my lore. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> your phoenix is going and doing what it thinks is right and it gave you power so you could do the same your job is well i guess your blessing as their champion isn't for you to chase after them and find them it's to go do good things in the world and help people why the fuck would i do that no one's ever helped me And so does that mean when you were, when, when you were going through those times that you needed help or even right now and someone offered you help, wouldn't that be a good thing? I don't need help. That's fine, but there are people who do. Great, they can go find it somewhere else. Ooh. Not sure how to respond to this. Um, <laughs> I'm playing the I, character you gave me. Yeah, I know. Uh, can I insight check him just to see if he's giving like anything away, like some little piece that I can hone in on and like crack the shell? Yes, and I'm gonna give you advantage because of who your mother is. Hell yeah! <laughs> you have Midwestern mom sense. It's true. 
Ooh, that's a nat 19, but my insight is minus one. So 18, I'm going to use a flash of genius to give me 22. Cool. All right. Um, there is an inherently, we're going to get sad. Uh, there is an inherently broken boy in front of you. Mm -hmm. And I do say boy on purpose. Not only is he young, but he's kind of stuck in a younger mind. Um, you can tell this is a person who has probably taken care of himself for a long time, probably doesn't fit in very well anywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. And by the way he carries himself, you can see he's very guarded. If he stands still for any amount of time, he crosses his arms. Uh, If he is speaking to somebody, he sort of turns slightly side on to them. Um, And it looks like he's, he's not fidgety, but it looks like he's almost balanced on his toes at all times, like ready to move. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do see also some influences of a culture that you're actually familiar with. You don't know the exact people, but you recognize you recognize the sort of tribal fear bulk uh, influence on him. You can see it in sort of his style and um, some of the things he's wearing. And uh, you recognize the accent as well. You can place it in Garrett mm-hmm. Uh But yeah, you have a scared young kid in front of you who feels like the world is against him. And the only good thing he knows as a constant is this phoenix. You made a PTSD boy. Good job. No, I know. Well, I guess I'll leave you with this. Your phoenix is a symbol of hope and good amongst people. And if she's chosen you to share that title, maybe you should think about it. You don't have to do anything if you don't want to. But... Just think while you're searching for her. Who are you? I'm Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago. Uh, I uh, I make potions and stuff. Um, you should stop by one of our stores sometime. You can tell them you know me, and we, they'll give you a discount. Okay. Why are you being so nice to me? I mean, you had a nice bird. I figured if she's chosen you, like, you can't be all bad, right? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything I can send them away with. Uh, a vial of mercury. <laughs> yeah. Here, drink this. Um, um, he, yeah. he, he, he starts to turn, um, but he stops and he like looks back at you, still very suspicious. Mm-hmm. And he says, you want, you make potions? Yeah. Um, and you see him reach into this jacket that he has on the sort of Vex cloak looking thing. Um, And he pulls out a small vial. He says, 
thanks for being nice to me, I guess. And he holds it out to you. What do can I tell what it is? It is a clear liquid. Uh do you water? Do you want me to take this? <laughs> I mean, I can't use it. Okay. I will take it. Um and uh oh which one do i want to give up oh i don't want to give up any of them no but i i like want to do something good for him Uh, i guess i'll make like a parting comment instead because i don't think i have anything i'll be like uh here's 200 uh bulberries um thanks very very thoughtful yeah (laughs) i want to ask him um I bet some of those powers that you got access to are healing magic. Uh, a little. Maybe you can try that. Okay. Does he have access to any healing magic? I don't know. (laughs) Why are you asking me? I don't think sorcerers have healing magic. Yeah, but he's a phoenix sorcerer, so I don't know if he got something special. Phoenix sorcery. Ignite. Mantle flame. Phoenix spark. Nourishing fire. Nope. No healing. Oh, Except for himself. Oh, that's fine. Um, That's actually really good. You know, you can use... Instead of practicing doing good on other people to begin with, why don't you practice on taking care of yourself? And then multi-class into cleric. <laughs> um, I am the Phoenix cleric. He uh, he kind of pauses for a second. He says, "Um, actually, uh, do not stupid. Uh, what? Believe me, I've done some stupid things. You can't top it. Do y'all need?" Like, I mean, it would be like a mercenary contract or whatever, but do y'all need Shit. help with, like, that island thing? I think it would be best if you went with Kenna to do that. Okay. There are some... Uh, oh... There are some uh, some animals there that I think you would be very useful helping them with. And who knows, maybe you could make another friend along the way. I doubt that, but okay. I kind of point to the earring. I'm like, uh, I made pretty fast friends with the, the, the screaming deer there. You mean the elk? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I guess I could go talk to like Lieutenant Tom or something. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Do you want Kenna to take you? I, I, 
Yeah, uh, and he kind of <laughs> he kind of stands there, just really awkward. Um, but yeah, uh, Kenna will come out to join him shortly. Okay. Look at you doing good things for your old characters. Once in a while. <laughs> Once in a while. Uh, anything else? Other than the horribly scarring moment that Sala just had. Um, yeah, if nobody else is going to talk to Kenna, the only thing I wanted to say to her is like, kind of sidle up to her when she comes outside and be like, okay. So here's the deal. Gonna need you to sh- just listen. Just li- just take it in. <laughs> okay. You're gonna take Ember with you. And sh- no, none of the eye rolling. I can see that through the back of my head. Don't start with me. Uh, channeling Christy. And uh, <laughs> like, uh, so he, you remember how you said a couple minutes ago that you had like PTSD and stuff? Well, this kid definitely has that, like for sure. Um, so take him to the island with the Almadam with you. He's going to try to do some good. He's real good with animals. Maybe he can help with the deer, the scream deer. That's, it's just, that's what Noah calls them. Uh, and, uh, you know, <laughs> he can just give him some space, space to fix himself. Am I allowed to talk now? I mean, if you can keep it in like a decent tone without any eye rolls, yes. And she walks out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, but just because I want, I want Noah to know what happens. Uh, you, you will see, like, kind of walk through, and if you peek your head out, uh, you'll see her walk up to him. And like look at down at him because he's a short ass. Um, and uh, he looks up at her, kind of like not into this. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. I did want to tell her too that he was like a chosen Phoenix champion knight gotcha. thing, just cool. so she knows. That actually would affect her opinion ever so slightly. Yeah, so she can nurture um, that. Hmm. Uh, but she looks down at him. Says. Okay, so if I have to be nice to you, you have to be nice to me. And he looks up <laughs> at her. <laughs> he looks up at her. He's like, "Yeah, I guess." Can we go? And she nods, and she walks up to a tree and splits it open, and uh, they walk through together. Okay. Ember abandons his quest to follow the phoenix. <gasps> I've changed the world. Yeah. <clears throat> Only through one person. So. <laughs> I, if I have my time correctly, that's a little over four hours. Yeah. Uh, so we will get to Flameheart and the trauma next time, uh, as well as yeah. continuing the quest to serve the Morrigan and find Lorcan. Uh, yeah. Yay. So much fucking lore today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now many I have answers. To find an, now I have to find an actual stupid question to ask for legend lore. Now, is yeah. be like, tell me about the goose. That's not a stupid question though. That's amazing fucking question. Yeah, that's a lot. Please, do, please do that. Like, who knows what I'll find? Who we may find something. 
It's just an overview of the species of goose. Yeah. Like just tell me about the goose animal. Head goose. Yeah, it's just (laughs) It just gives you like a Pokedex style readout where it says goose. Mm -hmm. Goose. Lover of a normal type Pokemon. Uh, no, a dark type Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Uh, who has an infatuation with egg rolls and red haired ladies. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, so, you okay over there, Coop? You alright, buddy? I'm just. I've just spent. You know what? Let me change the music real quick to the outro music because it's really sad stuff right now. Okay. I'm just coming to the realization over the last like 15 minutes of what just broke in this yeah. relationship, which is yeah. the whole like you left someone who hurt you for someone who basically promised to never hurt you. Oh no! And we just had to Baby, break no. that in order to like. I have no doubt that like things are probably going to be okay because what happened was necessary. But at the same time, nothing is ever going to be the way that it was before this. It's an interesting juxtaposition because you're like, do you allow this person to go evil against their own will or do you stop them from being something they never would want to be? Yeah. 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 And it's like I had two things. It was either that and basically trust in the heart of the cards uh <laughs> or uh or it was like fey presence and try to scare her and i was like nah it's it's the it's got to be it's the legendary weapon from history that you know he's learned has the power to not just you know get revenge for shit but balance things and here we are everything's fine except it's not and won't be but here we are uh i can't wait for you to legend lore this gun and figure out what happens yeah y'all can wait your fucking turn at this point (laughs) um but without giving anything away i will say that what happened with the gun was good not I figured. just because it helped with Sala, yeah. but something else happened. Um, anyway, y'all, what? Nothing. Nothing. Just suspicious. You should be. Suspicious. The gun now holds the soul of Marin Veneer. Oh, my God. Ah! oh God. <laughs> It's stolen. That would be really soul. sad, actually. That means yeah. she's not in the astral sea with with her sister and her husband. I mean, part of her is preserved forever inside Flameheart. So, I mean, yeah, but I have but to experience this whole no. thing again tomorrow when I stream this shit. Uh-huh. Sure do. Sorry, buddy. Have fun at Pride, everyone. Yay. I'll be sitting in my apartment crying. Do you want me to come over yeah. and cry with you? Nah, no different fine. than most weekends. It's fine. <laughs> like, seriously, though, if you want to hang out, let me know, because I'm not sure I want to go to Pride, because I hate crowds. I'll let you know. Okay. Fair. Um, so, 
Thank you, everybody, for joining us for the Lauren Adventuring Company. You can find us on Twitter at at LaurenADVCo. Uh, you can also find our link tree, which should be showing on screen while we stream. Uh, that is Linktree slash at Lauren Adventuring Co. Uh, that has links to all of our author pages, Twitters, extra stuff, our Redbubble shop where you can get Red cool Bublé. designs. Yes, Red Bubble. Uh You get cool designs <laughs> designed by uh, me and Blake. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also, we are still working on our campaign one uh, first book. Uh, we've been getting back. Uh, uh, partially finished covers to like consider mm-hmm. what we what we want and tweak some stuff and it looks fucking awesome. It does look super uh, cool. It's gorgeous. I can't wait to be able to like show off that artist everywhere. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, if you've seen the covers of some of Blake's books, same artist. Um, mm-hmm. uh, also um harris did this did you yeah that guy uh harris did you did you say we no longer needed to pre-record on the 17th or what did you say uh the for the first weekend in july we no longer need to Um, pre-record right so we will be recording normally on saturdays for the next two weeks uh Wait, June 17th was yesterday. What the fuck am I? You're thinking in July. We're fine. We're Uh, we're streaming on Saturdays. We we have no uh, cancels or pre-records planned uh, for the moment. Um, Other than that, I think that's all my normal announcements. Astrid, tell us about yourself, my love. Okay. Hi. My name is Astrid. It's 1am. You can... uh, What? It's 1am. It is 1am. I'm tired. Uh, You can find me basically everywhere at Astrid K. Writes or on my website astronite.com. I wrote a book. It's called Perception Check. It's right here. It's very pretty. Ooh, girl! Um, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, it's about D and D and mental health and uh, disco music and direwolves and all that and betrayal. Disco music and, and direwolves. That's a title. What? Disco music disco- and direwolves. Oh man! Yeah. If I ever opened a disco back in like the seventies, I would have named it the Dire Disco. Oh, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so you can buy this basically everywhere right now. It's going to be a tavern next campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, if you're in Grand Rapids, Michigan, you can go to Schuler's Books right now. And there will be copies in there. I dropped them off personally the other day. Uh, You can also go to Lotus Brew uh, Coffee company in Grand Rapids and there will be copies in there that you can check out like a little library for free um yeah and I'm also working on trying to get them in local Barnes and Nobles I like how you're doing that like the the little DVD screen (laughs) uh yeah so that's it go buy it okay 
Blake, tell us about your stack of books. Hi. I've only got a couple of them. Um, so uh, I, yeah, my name is Blake Wolf, Blake R. Wolf. You can find me online at BlakeRWolf.com. Wolf spelled with an E in the end. Um, so I write books uh, as well. There is, uh, who do I start with? Oh, God. So uh, I put a new cover on Jonathan's letter. So it looks more romance. Yeah, I saw that recently. Uh-huh. I was like, oh. Yeah. You're going to lure uh, some poor, unsuspecting folks on. Yeah, they're going to be like, wow, what a um, nice little story. And that's going to stab Yeah, it's <laughs> a cute little story, you guys. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And then I've also written uh, the trilogy, The Tales of Bermoria. These are the first two books that are out. Uh, book three is, and the finale is coming out on June 30th. So get your pre-order. Um, there's the Bonestone and Wood series, which has these cool covers on them. This is book two. Uh they're out. There's those two. Third books on pre-order. Super, that's more D&D-ish, I guess. And uh, Crystal Eye has some interesting news. There's a different cover for the ebook. Um, it's free now forever and everywhere. So you can just go download it wherever the fuck you want and read it. Mm-hmm. So, and then the other books are uh, going wide in July and August. And then you can buy them anywhere. And that's what I got. Crystallized free forever. That's my big news. Hell yeah. Yeah. 90,000 words of D&D and being kind of a little bit gay in the first book. Just a little little bit gay. They get more (laughs) gay as it goes on. Yeah. Only slightly. Yeah. (laughs) No. Only slightly in that there's like one... Uh, hint at them fucking, and that's it. So. There's honestly most of the gayness comes from Tara. Yeah, Tara's a big fucking lesbian. Fuck, she's my queen. Uh, I love her. All right, Gail, tell us about your stuff. Maribel, though. Yeah. Other Sinead. Hi. I'm Zachary Gail. I write. <laughs> Hi, Zach. <laughs> Sorry, Ben Hi. was talking, and the only thing that I got I'm in my Zach. head was D and D and B and S and M. Zach, I don't know if you <laughs> yeah, have the D- ability to, but if you can move it so that your head is a little bit higher up in your camera, you are you are at the bottom of your of your little square right now. There you go. Thank you. Hi. Uh, I write horror Hi. stories, and you can uh, find me on Twitter uh, at Zachary G. Author, and on my oh, website what? at ZacharyGAuthor.com. Uh, <laughs> I have a book coming out in October called Some Empty Houses Might Really Be Haunted, and I plan on debuting the cover in two weeks. Uh, my yeah, lovely yeah, wife, yeah. Alina, oh. uh, helped design the cover for me. Uh, and she also helped make a bunch of the stickers for Ash's book. Uh, and she makes a lot of other cool stuff on leneedraws.com. L-E-N-I-E draws.com. Thought I spelled it wrong, but I didn't. Um, yeah, and that's, that's my stuff. I'm real tired. For a while, I was like, man, I could have played for another hour. And now, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every 
every single time you say the name of your book and not all I hear is some haunted houses might really be empty. And I, I just love that so much. It's more accurate though. <laughs> just fucking wind. Um, that's going to that's gonna be the parody book that I come out with yeah. in between that and the second it's collection. So Where it's just like a realtor's like listing of a very nice house. Yeah. Nothing creepy mm. about it. See, I would love a big scary book, and then it turns out to be like a goof uh, book. Uh, yeah, it's like a piece of fabric in the window or something. You're like, there's oh. actually something <laughs> mildly similar to that in the game Power Wash Simulator. Jesus. Uh, it's actually it's actually a relaxing game. Uh, but uh, there's this whole mission where you're like cleaning up a, a vehicle or something, and there's these two ladies that moved into this haunted house, and like all these creepy things keep happening. Like there's like weird painting on the house, and there's sounds, and one of them has like something rush past her. It's fucking the laundry machine. It's a pigeon, and it's builders diagrams. There's hmm. nothing haunted about this. <laughs> It's just real stupid. But yes, I want to see that kind of book. That'd be great. Coop. Tell us about how sad you are, buddy. Hi. Uh, so uh, sad. I'm three minutes into my bit and already getting talked over. What's new? Uh, What's up, guys? Uh, I'm also Zach, and my empty Twitter is over there. Uh, I'll tell you what, this week, happy pride. We decided instead of saving our gays, we were going to try to kill them instead. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so happy pride. Also, um, hashtag save Sala, hashtag save save Lorcan. Oh my God. Uh, and, uh, go support (laughs) your local game store. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Uh, and with that, uh, Taylor, close us out. Yeah, actually, that's a really good thing that we should be, like, supporting as local game stores. Uh Uh, if you're from Grand Rapids, check out fucking Galactic whatever the fuck toys. Galactic toys. Galactic Galactic toys. toys. Uh, and the, Gamers uh, Wharf. Gamers, Gamers Wharf House Rules, which is not a game store, but instead a game lounge. Yeah. Support your local markets. Do it. Kill capitalism. Um, so right. uh <laughs> no. <laughs> Kill capitalism by going and buying things. Killing capitalism <laughs> is campaign three, thank you very much. Kill monopolies. Kill monopolies. Support community. Um. Anyway, don't buy games. Uh, kill Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk into a yeah. game store and spam Monopoly. Wait, no. Pull yeah. an Aaron Hansen and a Matt Mercer and play Monopoly like you're a communist. It's great. Oh my god. Wondrous. You're that it's Mattel. So we're coming. Funny. Um. Anyway, my hello god. everybody. My name's Taylor. Hi. Why? Hi. Why? I knew that was coming. Yep. Uh, you can find me <laughs> on Twitter at T A I Y. I Y. How do you know how to spell my name? I Y. I Y. Double A, double L, double A, double C, E. Double C, C, C. T A I Y L O R W A L L A C E. Make sure you misspell Taylor or you'll never find me in that round. 
Uh, you can also find me if you are interested in editing services, if you're a new writer, if you're looking to up your writing at Sonder underscore editing or sonderediting.com. Um, I also recently launched, I don't know if it's going to turn into anything, but I'm trying my hand at blogging about my everyday work as an Uber driver. So uh, if you are interested in that, I'm Eat, still working on it. What? Eat, pray, drive. God, no. Yeah, there you go. Uh, eat, drive, <laughs> sleep. That's all I do. Uh, so if you are interested in that, keep an eye out. Um, it is called Drive Crew, and I will have a link soon. Uh, anyway, I think that's it for all of us. So thank you for joining us. And you can catch us on Twitch 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays. You can catch VODs and podcasts the following Wednesdays on YouTube, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Um, keep an eye on our Twitter over the next month or so to see updates about the book once we have a plan. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think that's everything. Yeah. So you can take us out, yeah. Stream Master. Cool. I know. I know you want to. See you in ten hours, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bye. 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 Chicken fingies. Oh God, why? <laughs> <laughs>